Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode, uh, shit, 115. 115. <laughs> I knew that. We're always prepared on this show. 115. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a little while. We, uh, had to record one episode remote, kind of filling the gaps here. It's been a busy, busy summer. Summer. So, yep, that's Jacob's voice. He is back, unfortunately. <laughs> What do you miss him? Back, baby. And uh, yeah, this episode we are talking Thor: Love and Thunder. Probably also talk about Cha Cha Real Smooth since it's uh, getting um getting a little too long to give a, a review on that because it's leaving the brain. So fuck Jacob if he hasn't seen it. I did. We're gonna talk about he it. did. He oh, watched it most recently. Way to pay attention to my letterboxed. I I always look at the recent activity, but again, Apparently letterboxed didn't look in a week. My change, my one change for Letterboxd would be like, you can just like look at a feed that is chronological of that stuff. It's really bad. Yeah. I hate the, I hate the the friends activity thing where it's it's like, like this review. Yeah. It shows too much. I want to see just like, it's like movie activity. And I have like one person I follow and they add so many things to their wish list constantly that that's all it ever shows. Or watch (laughs) Watch list. list. They really wish that Nolan and Garland would make a film together. (laughs) That would be a good one. Be a great one. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Then I guess we are talking that for sure. Um, plus some other things that we watched. Going to be huge show. I guess we have two beers also. I, we do have two beers. It's fucking. It's Christmas in July. I'm going to come. It Can't is wait. Christmas in July. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, it's in honor of Prime Day coming up. Prime Day. Yeah. <laughs> Prime Tuesday. Day. Get those sales. <laughs> No, we do not give Bezos <laughs> no endorse Amazon here. Unless they, endorse I mean, we'll us. take yeah, we'll take a sponsorship from them. <laughs> yeah, but until then, fuck Amazon. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Amazon. Love you. Fuck you. Give us your money. I guess we could talk about the. I mean, Fourth of July just happened. What? How was you guys' fourth? I did absolutely nothing for the fourth. Actually, I didn't feel like celebrating the fourth that much this year. <laughs> yep. It was a rough fourth to celebrate. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was. Uh. Went up north for a little bit, but then came back down to the capital and did some protesting. Nice. Gotta, you know, use your voice. Mm-hmm. So, or in this case, body, because they stopped the parade. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was not intended, right? Um, but it was kind of nice to have some consequences for you know that. So yeah, that was fun. Um. Anything else new with you guys? Mm, not really. No. All right, cool. Well, let's get into the shit, Jacob. Yeah. This is your pick. I don't know what it, it was is. My pick. I don't even remember what it was. Hold on. Let me but grab it. I, <laughs> I know it has something related somewhat of a stretch to the movie. How far is this? This stretch? does not feel cold, Jacob. I told you I did my best. <laughs> this is. We got Zwart oh my Black God. Star. This is going to be fucking horrible. Weird <laughs> tasting. And I. Horribly and I'm tasting or what? Or uh, yeah. pronounce. Star and the words on here. It has Star Anise in it. Star Anise, yeah. And I, I love Star Anise. I don't know how you are in black licorice or. Um, not big, my favorite. Good and plenty of not in the Not like Jaeger black licorice. Like, like real. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like, a, like or anise like, in a cocktail. Yeah. That, yeah. Still not my favorite. No, well, not great. This is Zwart Blackstar. <laughs> I picked it because 
not only did was Stormbringer, is that the name of that weapon? I think Storm so. something. It was made from a dying star. What uh-huh. is it called? Is that Stormbringer? Isn't it Stormbringer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else would it be? Storm Chaser? Storm, <laughs> I don't know, Collector? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Stormbringer. Yeah. Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. It's not Bringer. That's It's Stormbreaker. <laughs> we literally just watched this movie. Hold on. It's Stormbreaker. Less than an hour. It's not Bringer. Stormbreaker. Yeah. It is Stormbreaker. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Stormbreaker, just cut that. And <laughs> Stormbreaker. <laughs> Was made from a, the energy of a dying star, black star. Mm-hmm. This was also took place in that shadow realm where it was like dark and black and white. Huh? Spoiler. Like a spoiler. <laughs> There's one part in black and white. Now you know the entire story. So, yeah, that's about far. It's a Belgian, but that doesn't really have anything to do you with didn't, it. Did you, you didn't say the it's a collaboration. Yeah, it is a collaboration. <laughs> between some breweries where are their names surly they're up top in surly yeah. oh surly Idiot. and <laughs> prof brewers brewery brewery surly been uh, on here we had uh, so surly that's american we though, had right? um mm-hmm. Berser- what's it fucking called we had one of them in the top 100 i it's an ipa it's yeah. a fucking furious um, furious furious yep I, I was thinking like rage, <laughs> berserk, ringer, breaker, yeah. whatever. So it is a collab. It's an what it interests me just because not only the name, but it just sounded so God, weird. God, I feel like this is going to be so an bad. old ale brewed with star anise aged on wood with whatever. Potato oh, Okay. So it's going to be sour too. I, honestly, after everything you've said, I don't know what to expect. I, don't I will say the one thing That's is, I at it. least it's unique. It is very it's unique. It's going to be very unique. I guarantee. First <laughs> old ale featured? Uh, might be. Possibly. We've had a wild ale, not an old ale. I don't think we've had an old. And they have quite a description here. <laughs> Two paragraphs. Oh, God. Here we so, go. So, strap in. For this year's De Proof, Proof Brewers, I'm guessing this is Flemish, so right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Annual Brewmasters collaboration series, Dirk Nautz partnered with Surly's Jared Johnson and Ben Smith to craft an old ale with star anise and Britannomyces, creating a delicious beer that will continue to develop with time. So I don't know how old this is, but it could be even better. It was a, oh, it's not that old from February. It is Flemish. Knew it. The overall effect of the anise on the flavor is subdued and brilliantly integrated. It's reminiscent of oak tannins to a certain degree, providing an edge for structural purposes. Wow. Getting poetic with this one. Yeah. And letting the dense caramelization remaining in that old ale roll out as dried dark fruits, cotton candy, and chewy taffy. The impact of the Britannomyces makes this comparatively dry and more easily drinkable than most old ales. And it's coming in at 8% and zero IBUs. Uh, probably just. Yeah, not probably listed. not. A, yeah. 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 It doesn't have many ratings. <laughs> 3,000. <coughs> Hovering around 3,7. So. Mm. Don't know at all what to expect because I've never had a beer <laughs> with Star Anise in it. I like. Uh, what's that? Uzo? You like Uzo? I really like Uzo, yeah. Ugh. And I also like Absinthe. Yeah, 
But Uzo is made with Star Anise, though, right? Mm-hmm. So is Galliano. All right. Well, let's try it. <laughs> Sambuca, I think, is also. Ooh, that smells. <laughs> it's sweet. Ugh, it's fuck. sweet smelling. It just instantly smells like something that's not gonna be. It's funky. It smells like a sour. Yeah, it does. That is really well balanced, though. <laughs> Better than I thought. Good, not great. It's what a funky. weird taste. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of changes mid. Wow. Like drink. That is a complex. Very complex. Flavor profile there. I do get, it was did talk about fruit, like a dried fruits or something. I definitely get dark, dark fruits. fruits yeah. yeah. I get that on my tongue, like a back of my tongue. Like cherry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black, blackberry, black raspberry. Yeah, I get that really strong. I can taste a little of that caramel. I get that caramel There's sweetness. There's a sweetness yeah. to you. I don't get the star anise that much. I think it's more of a bitterness that like it's almost s- like a minty, <laughs> not minty, but like a dusty. No, this is <laughs> a, this is almost like chewing on leather. <laughs> that I'm kidding. Burned over cherry wood. Hmm. But how's the mouthfeel? <laughs> Clean crushability one. Yeah, this is not a crushable beer. <laughs> yeah, gotta agree. <laughs> one. I'm gonna say I'm give it a two, hmm. but. Yeah, right, Jacob. Every beer in your hands crushable. I like this actually. <laughs> the star anise at the at the very end. Yeah, it's bit like this bitter. little bit of like yeah, bitter refreshingness. It's like sweet up front, bitter on the back. Mm-hmm. But not too sweet. It it's not that like sour something. though. Like it smells like a sour. It's not sour or tart. No, no. not at all. No puckering going yeah, on. Yeah, no pucker. No uh no metallic Oh, God. What does it smell like? It's something like super familiar. Like wine spilled on a dirty bar floor. That Maybe, <laughs> like it does smell whiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like fruits, like yeah. wine poured <laughs> in an <laughs> ashtray, yeah. served in a glass, really unfiltered, cold. <laughs> cold. Yeah. I'm, I don't hate this at all. I don't hate it either. Like, I thought this was going to be really weird. Definitely doesn't taste like 8% either. It tastes a little, like, thin, yeah. but it's still, like, flavorful. It's really hard to they describe. They were talking about the balance. Like, this is it. Like, that is a mm. lot of hard things to balance. Like, an old ale itself is really dusty. <laughs> Does, yeah. There's just a, yeah, there's just a hint of absolute cornucopia of shit they went all out like if you're gonna do a collab though this is so what is what is this technically the style of this is it old Old ale ale, okay so i'd say it tastes like a belgian old ale fruited something (laughs) a distinctive quality of these ales is their yeast undergoes an aging process often for years in bulk storage or through bottle conditioning which contributes to a rich Mm wine-like and often Mm -hmm. sweet oxidation character Old ales are copper red to very dark in color. Complex estuary, there's the Belgian, yep. character may emerge. Nailed it. It's saying in modern times, the line has blurred between old ale and barley wine. Mm. It still doesn't taste anything like, like a barley wine to me. Mm. Well, I think it does. Barley wines have like that 
fruit. Dark yeah, fruit. Yeah, I guess that's true. I haven't had enough barley wines to say, I, but I, I would could just say, see where, like, if I sip this, I wouldn't think barley wine right away, though. No. I wouldn't think Old Ale either, honestly. What a interesting beer. <laughs> That's it. Boom! There you go. There's the flavor! Yeah, this is nice. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. If it's not amazing, it's at least interesting. First one from this other brewery that I've had ever. So we have to try and find this one. It's the Thomas Hardy's Ale. For Tom Hardy? <laughs> What's the next Tom Hardy movie? Next Tom out? Hardy film, we got to find this. And it's featured. Zwart Black Star. There's Is not many with the, the same name. <laughs> nope. Although it's weird it didn't come up right away after typing in Zwart. Yeah. Jesus. Layla's <laughs> just snoring away. Passed out. One of the flavor profile on here says Brett. A Brett beer. <laughs> like B-R-E-T-T? Mm-hmm. Oh. Britannomyces is oh look at it. See, I d I don't know if I've would even know that as a flavor though. Yeah, you do. It's what gives it like the bread like taste. So you say Brett beer, but a lot of people say Brett bready. <coughs> bready beer. That that makes sense. Yeah. That's like the I always yeah. say yeasty. Yeah. <laughs> but that's your yeast. Like Britannomyces added obviously not aged is much more sour than when it's aged. Obviously. All right, you guys ready to get into our uh, featured review here? Sure am. All right, well, we are talking Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is written and directed by Taika Waititi, also written by Jennifer Caton Robinson. Um, Stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, and Taika Waititi. Plot synopsis reads, Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to help fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Let's take us into a clip. So that's the ex-girlfriend, is it? The old ex-girlfriend. Jodie Foster. Jane Foster. The one that got away. The one that got away. That means escaped. Yeah. Yeah. Must be hard for you to see your ex-girlfriend and your ex-hammer hanging out and getting on so well. What you up to, bro? Come to daddy. Come on. Hey, there you are. Hey. No, I was just calling you. All right, what did you guys think of Thor Love and Thunder? It was a bit disappointing. Because I am a big uh, Taika fan, and I thought, I would not thought this was his weakest movie. Yeah. And did you see Ragnarok? Yeah, I liked Ragnarok. Whoa. That's, <laughs> was, that's probably one of my favorite, if not favorite, Marvel movie. Yikes. Go ahead. Have you seen Ragnarok? Oh yeah, you I've seen it like you started three times it. actually. <laughs> did you finish when you restarted it? Did you actually finish that's it? That's how that's how great that Marvel movie is. I've actually seen it like three times, and I just couldn't remember what it was about. <laughs> okay, but you know, I have seen that for sure. Well, Thor Ragnarok worked much better for me. It was like the story was still a part of you know the 
timeline that they were building so it fit right in that's just the biggest problem i had with this was the story was so like slapped and rushed and well they have to add all these characters and it's the fucking mcu yeah and this was like one of the shorter ones right this was less than two hours it was hour 59 <laughs> yeah yeah so either way Ragnarok, yeah, i think wasn't that long or Maybe about the same mm, keep talking I'll look it up. yeah but it's just like we already have a lot of the characters established, though, right? Ragnarok. 210. So longer. Yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> Just you saying, can do. you said it, you, th- you thought it was shorter. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it had like it, the humor was pretty funny. You know, it, there was a lot, but that's Taika. I'm okay with that. I thought it looked good. Like the CG and stuff looks really good. But it's just like, I don't know, everything to do with the plot (laughs) was just a mess, honestly. It was like trying to do way too much in such a short, relatively short amount of time. Like bringing in this, you know, love interest that it really didn't work that well. And then because it's like so joking around and stuff, it's hard to take any kind of moment serious. Mm Mm-hmm. So none of those moments worked, if you could even consider there was a lot of or any like really heavy moments, but they wanted it to be. Yeah. And then just the way like it's almost it's not really a MacGuffin, though, but just the way everything had like stuff they already had worked to unlock these things that had no connection before this. Just everything about that was just so weird and so convenient. Mm hmm. And which is fine for the most part. Usually it's like with these kind of movies, I don't expect a lot anyway, but this one felt more just because of how much was thrown into it. It just felt like a mess. I'm not saying I hated it. I had like a pretty good time with it overall, but I'm just like reflecting on it. And as I'm watching, I'm like, wow, this is like, this is kind of a train wreck plot wise. Yeah. Um, so disclaimer the guy next to me was snoring i had to wake him up and the guy he <laughs> tap him he goes it was that busy where you you were no but he was still that? like two seats oh, down but it was, was like no it was busy there. enough yeah. like there was like like it wasn't people. sold out but there was probably under 15 seats we're in the nice yeah that's why wow yeah. i was in theater six so normal but was um, like 10 people so i like tap him on the arm and i go he goes <laughs> i'm like He's like, did you tap? And I just walked, like, didn't turn to him or anything. I just tapped him and then, like, kept watching. You're like, no. And then he goes, did you did you tap me or did you want something or something? He said, I was like, you're snoring. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to that, some dude in the front of him, like, yelled. He goes, I quit snoring. Really? Like, like, like kitty corner from us. Yeah. And he didn't wake up nope. for that, but you tapping him, like. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't wake up to the fucking theater speakers, yeah, he's not going to wake up to yeah. some guy. Yeah, That's so I point. tapped him and then, then he woke up. And then he put his chair back up and sat upright. And then, but rough night. Didn't you have that in another movie, Injection, too? Some guy had, snoring or sleeping? No, I, the the during the Batman, the kid next to me was like talking the whole. You time. always get the stuff. I like mine are very much well, except when it's packed. Yeah, but yeah, I, that's why I try to go at these random times, like early in the morning <laughs> or during the weekdays. Well, I, yeah, yeah right. also uh, during no uh, homecoming or whatever. What's the, Spider-Man, one? No Way Home. No, that one. <laughs> Far Whatever. From Home. 
I don't know. Whatever. That one, the guy oh, literally answered a phone call during it. No, that's on the wild. Phone it. Yeah, I remember he said that. I can't. They're kind well, of strict this is the, usually. This is what you, this is what you get when you watch a shitty Marvel movie. You get <laughs> shitty people Marvel. watching it. So anyway, um, I don't watch that shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Josh. during yeah during <laughs> our Edgar Wright premium, I said that the second one. Not sure. Uh, Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. he got in his own way. And mm-hmm. I think that it was too Eggerite. I think this was too Taika. Mm-hmm. And like it just doesn't fit in the overall universe. And Ragnarok, while I think that that was more of a mess, honestly, because Ragnarok tried being like in it the, would be quippy. In the timeline, yeah. but it, it, it felt in, in the timeline, but the style felt like him at times. And then they would just reel back and then it'd be serious, serious. And then it'd be like, then they try and jump to funny where this one was like pretty funny and kind of comedic the whole time. Yeah. Which I still think was too much. And like, I mean, Taika in his element works extremely well. Like, like originals, Jojo rabbit. Great hunt, hunt for the wilder people. Funny. Boy. Great. But there's stories boy. that he, that are original. I haven't seen boy, but in his original style. So, you know, it's written how he wanted it, where this is, there's always going to be a studio interference and, um, but he just felt super intrusive in this space and I didn't really care for it much at all. I mean, it was funny at times, but when, I mean, when you throw that many jokes out, one of them's going to hit for you. And there was probably one time I was like chuckled a little bit, but other than that, I just didn't really care for it. I mean, they don't care for any of the Marvel movies really. I did think that this one, the special effects were pretty awesome. I yeah. thought some of the fight scenes were cool and, uh, I kind of liked Bale. I mean, for what he was, it was like he was like fucking the Conjuring witch meets meets like um. Ah, uh, fuck! I just had it. I can't remember now. But like the Sith, like he just yeah. it just felt like he was like grabbed from a <clears throat> bunch of different villains that we've had throughout. I'm sure it's pretty yeah movies. established character. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure yeah that that look and everything is from the comics, so sure i actually didn't hate that him as a villain but oh voldemort that's what i'm thinking Mm. but i think i guess we'll get that in spoilers but yeah yeah in his old i mean the whole intro was so fucking dumb like him be like it was like okay here's a 10 minute bullshit epilogue and then i told you i texted kyle uh, when we were in the group chat i was like don't worry, they'll have some exposition or some. Yeah, you type don't need of, to watch the other one. You don't need to watch <laughs> the other one. And sure enough, it's let yeah. me, then Tychus or Krog, let me tell you a story about this and Jane. And you Same get thing. everything that you needed to know. Yeah. Like new scenes too, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. At least it wasn't ripped from like the old movies and they just like overlaid dialogue. Right. That would have been like really bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, still. I know <laughs> what you mean. Still. I mean, yeah, if you're going to do it, I guess this is the way to do it. But yeah. Yeah, it was just. Um, I didn't have expectations really because I didn't like Ragnar Rock that much. So, Wrong. I, I mean, I, the expectations I mean, I were there it. for this. And <clears throat> I think that this one I had a little bit more fun with, honestly, because it, like, I felt Ragnarok took itself, took itself too seriously when it didn't, and that kind of messed tonally, where this one felt pretty much all tonally the same, other than some added elements that you were talking about. But, those always kind of fit in. I mean, comedies always do that, and 
Yeah. Superhero movies always have Did your you love interest. Watch the old Thors because I've, I've ne- seen all I've of never them. seen yeah. the original two. Ragnarok was the first one I've seen, or is there three before Ragnarok? No, two before two. Ragnarok. So Ragnarok was the only we one went over I've this. Seen. Thor one is <laughs> I was with like, the, the fucking third one. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> said that too. He's like, there's only three. I'm like, no, there's four. <laughs> Um, the Probably first one's on with the, the loud one. machine thing that was. I, I've never seen it. it. Looks like a Sentinel. Yeah, I just, I think robot. Thor works great as being the comedic hero. Yeah, and I Which think the first two I don't think are very yeah, comedic. And no. I think he works well with like the Guardians too, but mm-hmm. yeah, which also work better with that kind of mostly joking but some serious parts. Um, I am pretty split on this movie. I think if you took Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder and you took the best parts of both, you could have like one of the best superhero movies yeah. of all time mm-hmm. in there. But yeah, separating those, I like, there's a lot of things that I like about this. I'll try to remember them all. I like how it's not in this grand timeline of things because I fucking hate how Marvel movies feel like episodes of tv it's stupid mm-hmm. so this is like so standalone it has like it's a, it's little epilogue which i didn't mind i don't know why you hated that i thought it was no funny, i didn't honestly. i didn't say i hated it I sh- or the wait when they show gora how gore becomes gore oh, the god butcher no that was horrible i mean it was seem i don't know what it was like 10 minutes of like i mean yeah you have to you have to give him an origin otherwise he's just there yeah, but then it was like... And then it ties into... Then it was some you, dumb comedy that they were trying to in, insert Yes, there. the comedy is by far the worst thing in this movie, which sucks because I also think that there are the funniest parts there are in any other Marvel movie in this movie. Yeah. But it is so just beat down so by many. all of the bad comedy. It's like swinging for the fences and it's, th- it's throw as much shit as you can at the wall and see what sticks. And it, it, there's a lot of shit. Yeah. But I think there's really, really funny moments in this. Funnier moments than probably any other Marvel movie, like I said. But, man, it's the attempts. It just brings down the percentage of things that are actually funny. So when something actually funny hits, I'm, like, not laughing because I'm just, like, beat down by all these other bad, lame attempts at humor. I'm rolling my eyes and uh, hated that. Again, I think Josh hit the nail on the head when he said Taika Waititi got in his own way or like is too much Taika Waititi here I feel like yeah Thor Ragnarok was so successful and like people love that one so much that like they overdid it here they overdid the classic rock references yeah oh my Uh, god yeah rock on too much of that uh the comedy way overdone um I like some of the over the top stuff and there's a lot of stuff visually that I like here too. I think they actually did better stuff with the visuals in this one. Um, I was going to say the shadow part. Yeah, that was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I thought all of it was. Yeah. Like a lot of the special effects were good. There was like a couple moments where I was like, yeah, "Eh," iffy, but yeah, for the most part, pretty good. She's running with the ax. Like the last scene. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, that does like, (laughs) I know. I some of the goat stuff too. I did looked off. The goats were way overdone. Yeah, good as one. Yeah, the screen every every fucking time. I mean, I get that they have to keep that going in order to make it a joke. joke. Because it's one of those that has to build, (laughs) right? And now it becomes like an inside joke with the audience because, like, oh, there they are. But it's not. Yeah, it was never that funny to start with. So no. 
anyway yeah there's uh we'll get into it like in detailed thoughts but there's a lot that i liked and yeah i think the plot definitely has some issues pacing definitely has some issues um but yeah visually really interesting um i don't mind like you said that the love horn or i think you said the love interest is kind of like shoehorned in or whatever but she's from the first one which you haven't seen so that could be and the second one and the second one that's probably why then (laughs) so it's like so maybe uh, it's just because i haven't seen the first two her coming back is is more of it kind of being like out of left field but i guess it makes sense in the themes that they're going for and uh that's the other thing that i really like too is that being a marvel movie it's at least different in that it this is like the first like true rom-com that they have made right and like some of that stuff is lame you but at least that it's different from the others like so many of these movies it's been the criticism for ever leading up to endgame right all these movies are the same they're cut and paste the same the same the same at least there's like different elements in this movie and like the the rom-com elements like with them and like the love interest being the weapons like some of that stuff i will admit is kind of lame but it's it's I thought that it was stuff was funny. Yeah, I know what some of the funny I mean, parts was. Some stuff is lame, but it, just sitting there. it works as like a yeah. It works. There's a lot of good visual comedy from it. Uh, there's some good gags from it, and yeah, I like that element being in there. Like it is like a true rom com. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the weapon humor was the funniest part. Yeah, or or like when he, him and Chris Pratt. I, it was in the trailer, but it's still oh, funny yeah, when yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, you look in the eyes of people you love you. He's like, yeah, and he just yeah, which is. That's I mean that's Taika and yeah. the whole Zeus God scene was Taika to the max. Oh my god! Like, when I saw it was yeah. uh, Russell Crowe, I'm just like that's a joke in itself, right? It's uh-huh. just hilarious. And it's fat Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, fat <laughs> yeah Crow, that's yeah. why just like him showing he up. He came off like, of okay. Unhinged and just started yeah. filming Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I thought yeah, he thought I mean he was that great. whole part was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene and all like the different like. I feel like he takes the most like comic booky elements from like the, all the weird stuff and is not afraid to put him those in his movies. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying Marvel's ever tried to be grounded or anything, but like a lot of the early ones, like especially at like post Nolan films, like there is like a grounded sense to them. Like, yes, they're more cosmic and all this bullshit, but I feel like he just throws all that out the window and says like, yeah, if this like, toe or this like foot creature has like an appearance in a comic i'm gonna put it in my movie because it's so weird and like he wants to have that visual diversity and that's again just something that i appreciate from this and less so in ragnarok but again if you combine these two movies i think you'd have a really good movie and i i also think costume design was or like overall makeup and all was really good like the dudes i don't know what the first planet was the blue people yeah with the net yeah Uh That was awesome costume. I thought that <laughs> looked was great. Good, yeah. yeah. And all of the gods, I mean, they were like, the, you could tell a lot of them were practical, like actual. Yeah. I actors. wish they showed more of like the classic gods that they were talking about. Cause he listed off all these Ra. like classic. Yeah. They like, raw Hercules. Like, yes, there's Zeus, but like he I said, like Quetzalcoatl, did, like they could have had like, Zeus. we saw a dragon, but that's not Quetzalcoatl is like a snake. I thought Quetzalcoatl was Kraken. Kraken? No. Isn't that? Qu- what's no. that? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look at it. 
Oh, I'm no, sure no. there's like tons of comic book references Thulu, in there. Kahulu. Uh, oh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Yeah. That's like it's the Kraken, right? Yeah. That's what Underworld was about. Cthulhu. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure there's like, I'm sure all those are like comic book characters that are shown, and there's a lot of Easter eggs in there for the nerds, but uh, still would have liked to see the ones that they were referencing directly in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um. Okay, you want to get into detailed thoughts? We'll try to stay spoiler free. Still, I can say I can go through my list of in my head at least of things that I really liked. Go for <laughs> it. Well, I did say, mention the comedy, and yeah. then on the, inversely from that, the Bad. comedy that didn't work. All of the uh, the line. What's what's it? What do they call it in the movie? The um, their opening line. You know what I'm talking about. He's like, or she's like, eat my. Oh, hammer. their tagline or like oh, their catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Catchphrase. Catchphrase, yeah. yeah, their catchphrase. All that stuff was terrible. Yeah, hated that. Yeah, that was embarrassing. One, it was cringy. Yeah. One Very. funny scene was um, Matt. One Matt Damon obviously made came back, and Sam Neill and whoever. Melissa McCarthy. Guy. That was pretty good. Yeah, when she comes McCar- through as Hella. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, you know, yeah, the small role that she had was really good. But yeah. all of I them liked. Had. The, well, Matt Damon to come back and they go like as soon as this disaster hits, <laughs> yeah. like. Okay, I have this idea for yeah. a play. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. They're like, good. the people need entertainment like, now more than ever. <laughs> more. Didn't hear a no, neither did I. It's like, okay, we need to find some children to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, yeah that's for like two se- just That's for that. like yeah. super Taika too. And like, yeah. again, that, that comedy works great. and But then it's brought down by all this other just Which it was confusing because there is two writers. So I wonder how much of this was... Because, like, yeah. some of the Taika lines you could really tell. Mm-hmm. Like, his humor is very noticeable. Yeah. And great. When the, the funny parts, I feel like. I'm going to attribute all of the funny parts to Taika. I think that all of the funniest parts were probably his. The other guy has no talent. It's a chick. <laughs> the other girl has no talent. I don't know, though, but, like, definitely the funny parts were his humor. So I don't know how much of it was. Yeah, for sure. Not his. Yeah. I mean, there there's some things too that like he could have written and then just like, you know, maybe maybe he wanted to cut it and it's like that's one of the things where he said student interference. They're like, no, we you know we want to keep this as funny as possible, or as much humor as possible. Where it's like comedians write tons of things and they cut stuff all the mm-hmm. time for not being funny. You know, like they, oh, ah, yeah. that joke's not really working. Take it out. Yep. They like, thought it was good at first, but then upon reflection, it's not really that good. I don't know. Um, yeah, just that was like the one humor that I can think of that was really bad in my mind. Um okay, visually the the ending is great. We I gotta save stuff for spoilers. Yeah. I'm trying to I think. I wanna say the ending like, like the end thing. everything from like the fight at the end and then to like the very, very end. That yeah. was great. Uh yeah. Visually. Well, like how the, far the thing end. that they were trying to find, how it looked. Yeah, that was, was cool. So cool. Oh it yeah. Was, gave me Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood vibes. Yeah, I it felt so <laughs> animated to me. I was like, that is so cool. And that there was a lot of cool stylistic choices that he used. Yeah, to. yeah. I love the the black and white. You know, is like as easy as that is. Like as a as a visual like I mean crutch like going black and white. That's cool, but like that's easy. The but spurts they, of color. That's what I was gonna say when they the add weapons. like the. That's not easy. Yeah, that was probably a lot of work. Yeah, that was cool. I liked how the you could see the whole planet. Yep. You saw them like zip. Yeah, it's around. literally just and like a rock. Honestly, I kind of really liked like how the creatures look because it kind of made me think of old, like 50, like really old film, black and white with the cr- spider creatures type look. That's mm-hmm. what I felt with that. 
And yeah. Yeah, you can never see them too clearly either because they're like yeah. shadow monsters, which it's just, is, you know, it probably helped save on budget, budget and stuff like yeah. that, but it still was it effective. Cool. I love the look of Christian Bale and like his transformation too because mm-hmm. like he looks a little bit more normal and then he gets infected with this sword and everything. I liked all that stuff. Uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? Omnip- Omnipotent. Omnipotent city. Omnipotent yeah. city. Like the look of that city was cool. Yeah. And it looked like really over the top, like especially that, that arena and stuff. And a lot of the gods and stuff that they show were like, they look, some of them look like, even the beginning too, I, I was thinking that a lot of them are like, they have to be like puppets or something or just like practical effects. Yeah. There's a lot of practical for sure. Yeah. Like that little foot like, thing was, it was definitely a person's face. With but like those, feet those, up. and those, the creatures at the very beginning, like on the speed racer things, those, oh those yeah, those were like puppets or something. Yeah. They were not, I don't think oh, they were that yeah. much CG. Look like animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from the Muppets. Yeah. 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 He, did, he was on stage. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all that stuff. Oh, there, there's another thing. Um, yeah, liked all that stuff visually. But yeah, going back to the <laughs> some of the com- or references specifically, like the whole Axel versus what is his name originally? Uh, Astrid. Astrid. Yeah, like, and then the Guns and Roses comes up like four times. Yeah, I know. It was. Like I don't we get it. I don't. <laughs> It was too way too much. Yeah, too I mean much. everything about it looked to like it was trying to be like '80s metal, like T-shirt or something, with like the goats heavy metal <laughs> pulling the sleigh on a rainbow like thing. I'm just like, this looks like it's trying to put ahead like a cocktail. I, like hour. I get that he wants to show that like his appreciation of like that era, but like I don't know, just like the line itself of like. We saw that the kid had like a Guns N' Roses poster and as unbelievable as that is, some kid might like Guns N' Roses. He might be into it. But when you say like, no, I'm changing my name to Axel. It's the lead singer of this band that I learned from Earth. That every single person knows. Yeah. Don't just fuck it. Like, we don't need that. Just say like, yeah, Axel or I don't know. I thought you could over explaining things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Could just cut that part. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of references like that. Didn't love it. Um, I'll try to think of some more stuff. What do you guys got for non-spoilers? I'm. Uh, I mean, I already touch on it. Like the why? Like I think the story is such a train wreck. Is just because it's just like everything. I don't know. It, it felt like there was a lot of big story things that were just put together in order for this thing to happen. And like even the bad guy, his motivation kind of weak. So I said the whole first part sucked. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, his motiv- that I like is, that. that's pretty it's heavy. It's the sword that's doing it, though. Is it? Yeah. I guess I didn't really get that. It shows him. It shows him like he I think like he he thought in his mind right then like I want to kill this god because like he didn't save us and then the sword chose him to like take up that vow and then it infected him so it's more so like the sword that's why at the end when the sword well yeah (laughs) I guess I don't have a lot to say that's not like spoilery but I do agree though that like there's there's weird turns that it takes like when they go to the planet and then these things events happen and then they go back to earth or to new asgard and then it's like 
okay, now you have to go do this. Like it felt like so oddly, especially since they can like teleport everywhere. It's just like, okay, go back. Think about it. Go back. Where is the new, where is new Asgard? It's just like a sea town on Earth somewhere. Yeah. That's what they said. Oh, it's on Earth. It's on yeah. Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they that Asgard was Ragnarok. Asgard was um yeah destroyed. I know Asgard oh, was Infinity destroyed. Infinity War. No, no, Which it's Ragnarok. It's Asgard Ragnarok. got destroyed. It's Ragnarok because Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok is right before Infinity War. So Infinity War opens with them on that ship. Remember, and Endgame also has him I've living never seen there. Oh, he's <laughs> living there and he's fat. That's why he's fat. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got that in yeah, exposition he, also. Yeah, got all that. <laughs> Well, that, like that's Forrest like a Gump. payoff for him being fat, though, because he got like really fat. Yeah. And then he was fat throughout the whole thing. Like, I don't know. Sure. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, he was I've fat through the whole thing. Through all so, of Endgame? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I believe you. I'm just saying. That's why they had dumb. the training montage in the beginning because he I know got that. back into shape. He was still out of shape. I just thought that happened then. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was fat thor it's pretty funny actually but anyway uh but i again i agree with the plot and the story like there are certain things that happen that just it pacing slows it down i guess it was the pacing especially what that was so bad Mm because it was just it would just be ramping and then stop yeah We'd be having, I'd be having a blast, and then it would be like just <laughs> so many times, just dead in tracks. Like, like when they left the shadow room, right to back to fucking. And that's why I feel like the teleporting has to do with it because it'd be like middle of the action to like completely peaceful and everything's normal, and they can yeah. joke, have fun, blah blah blah, and then it's like back to depressing, difficult, and then even like the, you know, with the kids part, but yeah, but yeah, him like showing up. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, also Thor's powers themselves are always kind of confusing to me. It seems like whatever he needs, he can do. <laughs> yeah, he's a god of yeah. thunder. Yeah, you make noise. I know. Like I read a long time ago, he's the most OP superhero. He's like the Superman, except even stronger because he has no weakness. He's invincible. He lives forever. He's super strong. He can fly. Is he invincible? He, because doesn't Mjolnir give the the wielder Thor's powers? An eye too, but, but they apparently can yeah, get where does choked eye go? out. He lost an. See, you missed that too. How do you, I know he lost his eye? But where, yeah, he how has do you get eye back? cut. No, it's a robotic guy. Yeah, I think he gets it back. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, I, it's a I robotic know, guy. Ragnarok. He lost him. his eye. Yeah, they made it for him <laughs> in Endgame. I think also, or maybe Infinity. I don't know. Uh, I think he has an eye patch through all of Infinity War. So it's and probably one of them. I don't remember. Game, one of them, he gets yeah, computer eye. It's a oh, okay. digital like. I mean, sure. it's re- real, but it's fake eye. But it looks completely normal because you know that's easier <laughs> than doing CG, I guess. Well, anyway, the powers are confusing because there's like, as far as I know, the things that are hurting them or affecting them are just like, I guess you could there's the shadow monsters or whatever or. They, they appear to just be like branches or vines of some <laughs> yeah, kind, like, but they're gods. Like, are you getting choked out by a vine or yeah. what's going on? I was, you're like, a God. You're the God of thunder. You have Mjolnir. Yeah. I mean, and then <laughs> when he called in and just destroyed everything right away, I'm like, could you just done that in the beginning though? Well, he didn't want to bring the fucking thing back. Right. Yeah. But it was going to happen. And then like, yeah, everything can, like you said, everything can teleport them. Like, I get Stormbreaker being able to do the Bifrost they, Bridge because yeah. that makes 
that makes sense if from the other movies. But then when he gets the lightning bolt, it's then just like can also a thing teleport. of lightning yeah. around him and he just teleports. Just like everything just okay. teleports. <laughs> I honestly thought where that was going to go it was the Guardians were going to come back and he was going to have to be with them again for them to take him back. And that would be I like, heard. Oh. I had heard, though, that this is just like a that it's they were only in the beginning and that's it. Like, yeah. so I knew that they weren't coming I back. I did not but, know that, but I yeah. thought, oh, now they're back and they're like, we did miss you or something, you know, and they're mm-hmm. going to help him. But that's, I guess that would have been more cliche. <laughs> yeah. Than but, just getting a teleport, another thing that teleports you anywhere that didn't show it doing that ever. I mean, I thought it was also confusing when they made the ship and it was like, was that what it always looks like when he's teleporting or just in this case? What? The shape on the ground, you mean? No, went the Stormbreaker being put in the middle, making a bridge that just like they follow along. Well, that was the a ship. Bifrost bridge to the original Bifrost. How is that different from his normal teleporting? Why couldn't he just teleport? Because there? they needed, because it was like unstable. So he couldn't like just go to the Shadow Realm. So they had to have a conduit, which was the boat to so leave. That's right. why they actually had to ride it. Because he tried it, remember? He tried to teleport to there. And Stormbreaker threw him back to Earth or whatever. That's what he was trying to do. I didn't yeah. get that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Airtight. Jay. Airtight. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get into spoilers. I don't. I have a couple things, I guess. Or just want to talk about the ending. But yeah, be able to say what I liked without, without spoiling. Yeah, restraint. Um, the ending, before the ending, I... Really like the the visuals of the Eternity. kids having oh. no the kids all being Thor. I did actually like that. Yeah, that was lit as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I was getting confused was his power to be able to give his power. Well, he had lightning. Exactly, and, yeah. He had both lightning and thunder. But it was his power, right? I think we're said, supposed to get that the lightning bolt is like so op, but like I don't really think they ever illustrate that very well. Like I think you're supposed to, you're supposed to understand. Well, that. other than them saying, I mean, they said it. Yeah, thunderbolt. Sorry, not lightning bolt. Because <laughs> he said. Uh, I mean, I no, know. No, no, he said it's weapon, lightning bolt, not thunderbolt. Thund- oh. It's thunderbolt. Yeah, he says it. Yeah, he says you should know the name he, if you're trying to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> it anyway, is right. a lightning bolt. But I, it's I get that it's Zeus's weapon or whatever. They just don't do a good job of explaining how many powers it has or like. They try to show it in the movie, but I don't well, know. If I you still feel like it. Then you're now you set a limit for yourself. If you don't, you can do. Yeah, whatever they said you it's want. like yeah, the, they need fair. that weapon to beat him. But no, they said that they needed an army of gods, and then they said, "Oh, well, here's the army right here. We just needed this." Yeah, and it wasn't enough. But true, then it was true. enough. <laughs> no love, but all. you know, I did like that part, and I think kids will love that part to see other kids doing that. I think sure. that's a good moment. Yeah, the little girl like with the fairy wand, she's go, and she's like cut yeah. the fucking thing in half. <laughs> I liked the one with the doll, and she's the like, rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> just a, like a yeah, like a freaking minigun. Yeah, yeah, it was good, good stuff. Um, but I did not like the end end of her, which is running with it, running with it. Yeah, her running with Stormbreaker. It was like CG. Oh, and that. Hand, so oh, you I, thought, well, I thought you meant the same. When you said that, I was like. What kid are you It was about another the, kid moment. Yes, I got you. <laughs> Love, you mean? Love, yeah. Yeah, so I guess, well, she's probably another character that never heard of, but yeah. So is it? They're setting up. Isn't phase four almost over? I have no fucking clue. I just saw something they said. 
It was like on Twitter saying four, phase four is almost complete. What do you think so far or whatever? Have they, they haven't set anything up, which is nice like to not have to worry about building towards well, like I heard one they're done. enemy again. I thought I heard Disney was done with that. They were like, we're done with no, these No, they multi- just extended it for 10 more years. Yeah, like <laughs> these like stories like this where it's like smaller stakes, but I thought they were done with the, like, we're not doing another decade long. But I mean, they have like, movie oh, I know they have like, I know they said they're not doing any lo- more long-term contracts with people. But they decided 10 year for in general. I mean, yeah. Because mm. like before, you know, that you had all of the big actors, Chris Evans, all of them. And they were like locked in for like 10 years that they were planning to do this. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. I think I've heard that too, but. I don't know. I don't know why, like, Chris Hemsworth has already said that he's willing to be Thor forever. forever. Yeah. So Why wouldn't he? Yeah, it's that's probably what I'm saying. A fun I mean, why wouldn't, he, actors, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't Keeping he? in that shape is probably, like... Yeah, but he... I feel like he kind of was... He's, like, always been in that He must shape. just like to do it. Yeah, like, he, most he's people, just, like, into fitness. You see them, like, like Jason Momoa and stuff. As soon as they're done, he's like, all right, I'm out of this. Dude, you know? from... I mean, from Ragnarok to this, he got even more yoked. He was... Yeah, that fuck. one part I'm like, holy! Oh, I know. Yeah, like, he's got like veins all over. His he's arm. insane shape. Yeah. Like, like that's genetics mixed with a lot of hard work. <laughs> and yeah, he is an in- insane shape. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That part was also pretty funny. When she's like, "I liked," he's like, "I loved it." Korg, <laughs> I loved it. He's like, "I loved it." Taika, yeah. It's like I liked it. I loved it. I like Korg in general. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, I guess he's, he's New bad. Zealand, so that's kind of right. It's Taika. It's Taika. Yeah, I know, but he has the. It's him oh, being yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So it's new. Yeah. Because I forgot he was in Ragnarok, and I was listening. I was like, I wonder if that's Taika, and then mm-hmm. it was. Um. Anyway, the end before the end. I like that, and then the end. End. The look of it, obviously, visually. Eternity, yeah, yeah, it looked Eternity great. looked awesome. Looked like mm-hmm. it was like galaxies, and, and like as they moved around, you could actually see like the perspective <coughs> change as mm-hmm. they got closer of the stars. Like it was just so weird. And her in the puddle, yeah, you could see her. And yeah, she, and her was hair so was cool. like, yeah, looked like anime. Type I thing. absolutely loved how that looked. And then I did see it. I did predict the end, how it was going to end, but it still was fine. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm glad that he didn't like change. I'm glad that they didn't go the route of obviously I feel like this is a pre-established character. So they had to get to this point, but I didn't know this in the comics. So if he like would have changed his mind and like said she doesn't have anybody and then he like saved Jane instead. I'm like, oh, no, I like, yes. And then he (laughs) he just like brings back his daughter for and it did come around because they said like, are you guys going to have kids? And it's like, because I think he'd be a great father. Yeah. And so it kind of. Like it was all leading completed up to that. that. Yeah. yeah. You think they're going to hold hands for a month? <laughs> hold hands for a month. Yeah, what do you think about the Disney? Well, they don't really explicitly do anything, so it's not really ballsy, but I made it two. Yeah, they're all males. Well, the the Quark's characters and then Valkyrie. Well, we've everybody knows Valkyrie is gay, but they lean into it more in this movie than in Ragnarok, mm. I think. We'll see if it gets canceled. I remember just reading about the Buzz Lightyear movie. Mm-hmm. People were so mad. 
So oh, many yeah. people were like, I disgusted. They're trying to groom <laughs> our children to homosexuality. Oh, I know. I'm just like, <laughs> oh wild. my. It was like a ten, like a five second kiss or something like scene. And that was it in the whole thing. So yep. we'll see. It's coming for your kids. Yeah. I guess Buzz Lightyear might be a little different because. No, this is getting. Because that's a, that's a pure kids tomatoes. movie, though. Yeah. That's that. That's what he's saying. This, is like that, that versus this. This is like everybody wants to watch it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kids Aimed are going the to watch teen it. Audience. But they're not saying shitty a bunch of times in Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah. Oh, what was I, I going to say though about, about when eternity. the sword was? Broken. When he broke. Yeah, that's that why. Left. That's how you know for sure it was the sword. Because like in Eternity, he like basically reverts back to choosing love. Hmm. So that's how you know it was pretty much just the sword. And his. Eyes changed back, his mm-hmm. skin changed back. Yeah. Huh. I didn't get that, actually. But, but what I don't get, sense, and yeah. it felt like it should have been more, is when the sword went into Yolner and then nothing. I was like, it'd be like kind of cool if Min- like it became infected, kind of. Well, I thought she destroyed it inside of it. Like it was, yeah, but like it Min- got locked inside Mjolnir and then it started escaping little pieces. So she just did that and that destroyed everything that was inside of it. But then he has Mjolnir back. I thought yeah, that I thought was, that gonna, was weird I thought he was going to have to sacrifice Mjolnir also like to destroy the sword. You have to sacrifice Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that he had it again at the end. Yeah. I thought that was weird. I'm too. like, why not just give the girl the? that's Mjolnir. what I was saying. Like, why would you give her the big weapon? Yeah. But maybe that's also something established that we don't know about. Maybe she fights with Stormbreaker in the comics or something. Yeah. That is kind of weird how, like, that, that's a good point. They It would have been a better payoff, like, in, in sense of it being a rom-com, right? Like how you're, you know, there's, like, the cliches of rom-coms where you're always with, like, the wrong person. Or, well, I guess then that leans into that. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, I thought he like, but lost, the wrong person thing where they're like, he's with the wrong love. guy. And she then, lost, she's losing her dad. Yeah. And then they're both getting each other. So it's like Mjornir was his, was for his love. So she inherits that because now he loves her, his daughter. Yeah. Basically that makes it's just too. a love triangle between Mjornir, Stormbreaker, and <laughs> Thor. It's just a love triangle. It's a love triangle. The rom-com is actually not about Jane. It's, it's about, about the, the weapons and yeah. him. Yeah. Right. But wouldn't he be, when Storm, yeah, Stormbreaker would be pissed still. Like, wow, you left me? That's what I thought as was weird. As soon as Mjolnir yeah. came back, you just left me? Yeah, that's why, I, I don't know. It, honestly, I know it's a dumb thing, but it, did, it confused me a lot at the end. I'm like, why didn't she just, like, even when she drew it, I'm like, oh, she was just making it pretty for herself. Yeah, but, that would have been cool. But Nope. No, it just, I don't know. And he made he made Stormbreaker himself. Mjolnir yeah. was like handed down to him. It just didn't make any sense to me at the end. <laughs> she got the up. beer weapon. They're fucking yeah, up. Yeah, like come on, this was a this was an easy one. I did like how they was like they you thought it was like a house, but it was a ship, and they were like fighting yeah. together. Yeah, and they had yeah. to eat breakfast and stuff before. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, they're pan flaps. Another classic the Thor adventure. Yeah, another classic Thor adventure. <laughs> Um, they're probably trying to lean into a TV series next. Episodic, where they yeah, go Disney from Plus planet show to planet. Yeah. yeah. Could be huge. Huge. <laughs> okay, so anything else on um, spoilers? Loki already has one, so. It's true. Oh, she already has one? Yeah. Loki. There's fucking yeah. a million I haven't TV seen shows any, of the, any of the shows. No. No, same. So is that a no? Anything else? No, that is a no. 
All right. Well, uh, let's rate it out of five stars. What are you going to say? Going to give it a three. I also will give it a three. I'm also a three. Nailed I it. it. <laughs> it's so late. The end of the review now. All right. You guys ready to move on to nano reviews? Mm-hmm. All right, let's start with Cha-Cha Slide. Well, we could get into the second thing I got also. We all watched that. Oh, yeah, let's do our second beer because I was actually going to crack another beer. Yeah, well, perfect timing because this one is kind of no like slightly Jacob. related to Cha-Cha Thor, Slide. But no. Oh, then it's not good timing no. at all. It's terrible <laughs> well, timing, I wasn't actually. sure if you guys already talked about Cha-Cha Slide or not. Did you not listen to the episode, Jacob? Mm, is it posted? Wow. <laughs> Is it posted? I'm joking. I'm joking. That was one of the best graphics. No, I didn't listen to it. Why would I listen to it before I watch it? I want to hear. Because I also watched something you, didn't you watch guys it? talked about. Well, you didn't watch the black phone yet? No, I didn't watch I that. would save your money. I do want to watch. Phone. Dang, I did want to watch that. Not good. Listen to the review. Yeah. <laughs> well, the spoiler free section. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Jacob brought us another beer another apology beer jacob this is an apology beer (laughs) so why don't you uh talk about it here almost the most featured brewery now yeah i'm working on it well you know we don't have we're kind of lack on our foreign breweries you know our international stage it's kind of weak so why not do two international breweries in a row in the same show and this one has been on the show before, Uni Brew, of one of our favorites. I think it's up there. You too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have one of the best the like Belgians. Belgians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, what was that? Madit or was that? Uh, I could probably tell you if I look it up here. Le Fendumo. No, I'm just kidding. No, that is a they good do make one it though. though. Yeah, that is a good one. Le Fendumo. That was Mal- Madit or something. I don't know. No. I know I've had that one. I just don't know if that was the one we talked about. Uh, Don De Du is Unibrew. That's the one. And that's, I gave a five. The gift of God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is from Unibrew out of Quebec, Montreal, I think more specifically. Isn't Quebec, Quebec? Is it Quebec City? But Montreal isn't. Isn't Quebec? Oh, no, this is from... Yeah, Quebec is, but so is Montreal. Oh, it's from Chambly. Yeah, Chambly. Still Quebec. Oh, oh, it is Quebec, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's French. Yeah. (laughs) But Wait, is Montreal not French? Yeah. Oh. But Ontario's not. (laughs) That's Toronto. Turn up. So, Unibrew, welcome back. Uh, This is only weekly related. That's why it's the second one, because it's Megadeth, you know, kind of metal 80s type thing so heavy metal (laughs) i thought that would kind of work with it also and i that's all i looked at is mega death from new orleans the band yeah how the fuck would i know that well look at the pin (laughs) sure (laughs) his uh mega death kyle yeah get real they are get real from los angeles not even close. So what the fuck is the Saints? What do they have to do with a Quebec brewery? He's there? just a fucking bartender, bro. Chill out. From where? New Orleans, obviously. No, isn't Megadeth that's, isn't that's from? That's also a symbol there. 
Megadeth isn't from well, New yeah, Orleans, but he is. No, that's probably just French. Kind of French thing. Yeah. Yeah. The character is from. It yeah. is a collaboration, I guess. Another one. Well, I mean, it's Megadeth with oh God. Brew. Sure. Anyway, Saison thirteen. It. Oh, I guess their their descriptions are Saison thirteen with its pale amber color and its red orange hues is brewed with 13 carefully selected ingredients. This delicious Saison offers the perfect combination of malt, fruity, and spices punctuated by the fresh hops taste. 6.1% ABV, 19 IBUs. Saison, uh, so it should be sour. Spicy. Spicy? I, I always confuse those. Saison, I thought, is where session came from. I mean, season. It's what the French, the farmhands would drink. Yeah, I know so it's, it's like a, wild. So it's the same as a farmhouse ale. Similar, yeah. But I, I think that saisons tend to have a bit more Says spice. Like literally right there. I just at that. Does it say spicy? Did you say spicy? Yeah, it is ale brewed with spices. Oh, malt, fruit, and spices punctuated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a farmhouse ale. It's non for. Yeah, because all the farmers would they would make these light lighter style beers. Fermented. Because they would be in the farm all day, so I usually think they're pretty. Because of that, they're usually really easy to drink and crisp. I'll hate saisons. I do not like saisons. I much. love saisons. Well, maybe a good one, but I, don't I know like I, uh, I like what's a really the one, good one from. Uh, I mean, this is Unibrew, so this better be fucking banger. Not anyway. Big Red Cock. Is that their farmhouse from? No, that's, that's called Farmhand. Just Farmhand. Mm-hmm. That one is good. Similar to a saison, yeah. Is it? Does it brew Avant pretty much? They're all like Belgians. they're like Jolly Pumpkin. They make a lot of saisons. They make all Belgians, yeah. So are Belgians, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I got to say. Cool. Let's crack it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like it. It's good. Super I easy like to it. drink. You know, these ones I give the flavor kind of like grassy, almost mm-hmm. like uh, starchy. Yeah. Yeah. Not that too sour. No, say, like Jacob said, Saison's are sour. They're not. They're just wild fermented. So Some of them are. Some of them are more tart. Tart for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get that like, yeah, grassy like hay almost? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. More Goes weedy than the, grassy. Wheat is the grass, this guy. <laughs> is it? No. I don't know. Wheat's a malt. <laughs> Wheat is malt. Yeah. Like grainy, then earthy. Yeah. Any dust? No dust. Think Cr- about eating something like a yellow straw yeah, that's or what weed I, plant that's what rather than like a fucking blade of grass. I said hay. Yeah. You said grassy first. I'm going to look it up. Hay is dried grass. But straw, but what weed is way different than straw or hay. Isn't hay just dried grass? I I have no idea. Who the fuck cares? I need to settle this whole hay, grass, straw debate. The grass family includes all major cereals such as wheat, maize, rice, barley, and oats. (laughs) Those are, that's where cereal gets its name from? Yeah. 
It's from what? <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't know that? <laughs> I had it's no idea. Grass. He, cereals. Yeah, he said all from all cereals. And because cereals like a, yeah. like it'll say like wheat cereal or whatever. Yeah. But that's where cereal gets its name like from. Like oatmeal is a cereal breakfast. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> grass, they're all grasses. You're fucking blowing my mind here. <laughs> but what's the difference between hay and straw? <laughs> hay is for horses. Grass is cheaper. <laughs> no, hay is for horses, straw is cheaper, grass is free. Buy a farm, you get all three. Turn me up. <laughs> you didn't know this was an educational show, guys. Is there a difference between hay and straw? You learn a lot listening straw is yellow and okay. is made from grain crops like wheat by removing the grain and chaff. Straw has no cheese, cheese, has no seeds, and is used for animal bedding, mulch, or compost. So it's not for eating. There. It literally is hay for eating. Straw is not for eating. That's why we sit on it. Wow. The straw king. Hay is yellow or, the or green. King. <laughs> straw is just yellow. Yeah, I know hay, hay is like greener. So hay is used for food. Straw is not. That's it. Great. There you go. <laughs> and they're both the grasses. You're welcome. But what does the name cereal mean? That's true. I don't know. I thought it was just any of those. Like oh, I know, wheat. but it's a come from. <laughs> like, the what's the Latin from? base of cereal? It's like wheat. It just means, yeah, it means grass. <laughs> well, eel, right? Meal, sear. It's get real. Get real. A cereal is any grass cultivated for edible components of its grain. So it's an edible grass. Any grass. That's any edible. grass that is, is edible. edible. Cereal is derived you, from Ceres, the you, Roman goddess of harvest and agriculture. It makes sense. So, because you can't just eat regular grass because you can't digest it, but you can eat those grasses cereal called cereals. Well, there you go. So, are we drinking cereal? Is beer cereal? Is beer cereal? Beer cereal. Beer is food. Beer is cereal. Is beer cereal? Soup of the day. Well, beer has cereal in it. Technically, what we call cereal. We just call it that because it's made from oats and stuff, but it's not. So beer is soup then because soup is yeah. liquid. <laughs> just like vodka. <laughs> yeah. Vodka's potato soup, right? Well, <clears throat> it was potato. Yeah. No, it's corn. <laughs> the potato famine of Ireland ruined it. Oh, right. Exactly. But so they were now through it all. It wouldn't taste any different. Through all of that. Me saying it's grassy makes sense. Glad we uh, really narrowed in on that taste and that flavor profile. That one flavor profile. <laughs> if you want to say grassy or weedy, interchangeable. Yeah. So this is uh, American grass ale. Mm-hmm. This is a Belgian I grass. I love grass beers. <laughs> Belgian soup. <laughs> Belgian grass soup. All well, right. how does it taste, though? <laughs> Um, it's good. It's good, not great. Crushability, three. This is pretty crushable, yeah. Yeah, higher than the last one, obviously. Gonna, yeah, give it. Do we do half grades on crushability? It's our rules. Fuck it. Three and a half. I want to go higher. Oh, whoa! I could drink at least like two of these pretty quickly. You can say that about any beer in front of you. <laughs> 
I could drink at least no, two. That one actually, this, Jacob, when we uh, drink yeah, the dragon's milk, you finish it in five this, minutes. This took me a while. But that you, you said that was a two. Yeah. It's a a, that's why this is a three and a half. <laughs> dragon's milk. That will be gone faster than that. Yes. All right. And this is more liquid, too. Almost twice as yeah. fast. And it will still be gone faster. Almost, almost twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Anywho. <laughs> well, that was the perfect lead-in. <laughs> Cha-Cha Slide here. <laughs> uh, Cha-Cha Slide is the new uh, Cooper Rafe film. Also actually Chaz. called Cha-Cha Real Smooth. But real smooth. Oh, did real I say smooth. cha-cha slide? You said it twice. But oh, it's cha-cha real smooth. Cha-cha I'm real like, smooth, real fix smooth. fix it after he sees it. Nope. <laughs> this beer is really smooth. I, I haven't looked it up yet. This beer is really smooth. It's definitely cha-cha real smooth. Okay, cha-cha real smooth. <laughs> New Cooper Rafe film. Um, yeah, what'd you guys think of this one? I think it's overrated. <laughs> Just kidding. I did enjoy this movie quite a bit. I think I. What's actually, it rated at? It's rated up there. Oh, you think almost so? a four average. I thought it was like a three oh, on seven. Yeah. I, three six <laughs> three seven. Apparently, my notes didn't go through. Um, yeah, I thought three nine. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's up there. I do not get that. I didn't see that. That didn't affect me watching it because I, after when I went to go rate it, I saw that. I'm like, damn. <laughs> That's up there. Uh, it was definitely an enjoyable movie. I thought it was pretty heartwarming at parts. I think it very much felt kind of cliche with these kind of indie type rom-com feel good movie. It didn't do a lot special in that area for me. It was just another one of those. Yeah, I think it's better than the average just rom-com doing its thing, but I don't, or kind of this kind of story. It's an elevator rom-com. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> but it's still not that engrossing or cha- life-changing in any way. Like it's not, it doesn't do more. Too Have much you more. seen Shithouse? Yeah, you two just seen. Yeah, it. I, I really you didn't. I didn't. See okay. it. I really liked okay. Shithouse. I, went to I, I just want to know before we because you guys watch yeah. it on something and then they don't have it on that anymore, so it's only on something weird now. I think I rented it back in the day for that year to get it in, but because I know YouTube yeah. watched it like at the same time. Yeah, probably. But I thought it used to be like on Prime or something, and then. It might have gone to that after, but I wanted to get it in for the year it was released, mm-hmm. and then because you um, guys had to do the hundred, right? Yeah, hundred movies. Yeah, so we, yeah, and I probably rented I, it and we shared. I it actually or liked Shea House more, but pretty much pretty close to the score, which make feels about right. I mean, when I guess when I saw Shea House, which also kind of had the similar feel, which makes sense, it was newer. Whereas this is like going along those same lines, but now it's doing what it was already done. So it went from one that was elevated and doing something kind of new to something that's elevated, but doing what already they had done before. So it makes it a little bit less special in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it looks pretty good, but there's nothing there that really stood out. No. Acting was good, but and it was funny and it felt more real and natural with how like the chemistry between characters I thought was well done but yeah elevated rom-com yeah it's still really simple and predictable and 
doesn't stand out in those ways. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same same boat. Um, this I didn't see. Like I said, I didn't see shit house, so it's um, was cool to see his style. I do think that he's funny. Like I did laugh not a lot, but definitely laugh more than I typically would in, in a film like this. Um, I also like how you don't actually. I don't know if it actually says it or not, but you, I feel like you were kind of meant to know. It's like uh, like a ten year difference between your three main characters. So like the daughter's 12, he's 22. And I think Dakota was supposed to be like 32. And it, I like how it showed like unique perspectives of love at each tier. Basically like he felt like he couldn't, he couldn't be by himself. And he liked, he was trying to learn, basically learn to love himself, which is what the um, autistic daughter she loved being alone. She loved her own presence. And I think that him learning that from her and then 32 year old Dakota, Dakota's character, I forget what the character's name, but, um, it showed her perspective of like, Hey, I'm, I'm 32 now. Like I can't be doing these things. You know, I can't be flirting with a guy 10 years younger than me. I I'm, I'm, I'm engaged to this man that I love. And this was like a random fling and it shouldn't have happened, but I'm committed to him. I said I was committed to him. I need that stability in my life. But I has commitment that. issues, obviously. Right. From, but probably she, from. And that was like, ex. and he and he made that, he made her see that. So every character kind of used each other in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was kind of cool how that triangle kind of formed and you, you got each unique perspective of each decade of love, but they all ended up helping each other through through the experiences that they had and the relationships that they were able to build. So I I like that. Um, um, that was kind of a cool cool way of doing it. But like you said, other than that, it was it was kind of yeah. Like there was a cool layer of it. I just don't think that his character. I don't think that any of the arcs or any of the characters really changed much. Which I guess technically you don't always need a huge character arc, but go to Johnson's. I think they, I do think they change. Well, I guess they're, I think both of them do, but I, but he ends up be, like, you don't really see a full change, which obviously it's going to, it's not going to happen <clears throat> instantly, but I feel like I could have got a little bit more depth of the characters. Um, other than just them kind of, it just felt little, little shallow in terms of their overall, their overall relation or personalities and overall perspective on what they thought yeah actually more than what i thought at first because i thought he just had a thing for older women because of the beginning because the beginning yeah but that's what i was dumb like uh, yeah i didn't like how they put that in the beginning because then it made you it lead led you to believe that when it's like yeah i wish it would just would have leaned into it made it shallower uh, for me than what you just said right now (laughs) yeah i wish they leaned into just like the right person wrong time thing Mm -hmm. like but I, I think our criticisms are the same, but my uh, I'll fr- rephrase it in that I like that angle of like the these three main characters teaching each other like life lessons or whatever. But I wish they would have narrowed in on that. I think they bit off more than they could chew with like just like the relationship with the brother, yeah. his parental relationship, like his whole life. Like it tries to en- encapsulate too much from his life into this story when it's like 
if you if you take smaller bites out of it, then you can get more from the story. Like Shit House, I guess I need to revisit Shit House because spoiler, it's this. I gave this the same rating as Shit House, but I like Shit House more. See, I, I guess this, this is why out of a hundred, it makes sense, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would say this is like a very it. light rating that I'm going to give it, and should also be a very heavy rating that I'm going to give that. But I, I guess maybe I should just revisit that because I think I thought Shit House was so authentic and like real in its depiction of like it a, hit a kid me through college like a lot harder. Yeah, it, like especially like you, I could re- like really. Yeah, people our age or like his age, plus or minus like five years, like will I feel like it'll really resonate. And and it did, and I thought it was so authentic. And there's so much in this movie that feels inauthentic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one feels like we were saying like an elevated rom com, but it has like those tropes. Yeah, for more. sure. Whereas that one felt like more like a real life story. Exactly. Yeah, and like the just like the conversations in that movie were a little bit harder hitting. Whereas this, they felt just more real written. Yeah, yeah like you got to watch it else. Yeah, I think you'll love it. I probably will. <laughs> um. But yeah, so again, I wish they honed in on the the three main characters and just like that small story of like the love and even love triangle, like with the with her actual not real love triangle. Anyway, the other guy that's in it. Well, for her, it's a love triangle. Yeah. Sorry, not for Cooper. Ray. For her, it is. Um, yeah, I wish they honed in on that. They, I feel like they tried to do too much, and again, just with the inauthenticity of it, um, that really deterred it it took away from it um disingenuous yeah Yeah, i mean i think a good example of that is the other guy because they really yeah they really make it want make it seem like he's this kind of not good guy well i kind of liked how they didn't go i kind of liked that no because i think that he was the only one was that supposed to be his perspective i think it was just him being like yeah yeah and him he's like you're just so damn vague like is she okay or not because that's like him getting I think that that's showing him as more of like a what what Dakota Fanning character needs, not necessarily what she yeah, wants. Because yeah. he is a good guy. It good guy at supports the end, his he's family. Like, Thank you for taking care of my family. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like and he never like that never one raised, guy. I mean, if some kid who's like clearly has a thing for my wife said like like talk to me the way that that kid is talking to me like i would get pretty upset and that's he never saying. did that's yeah. the difference between he would just stay super a 22 year old and yeah. a 32 year old is yeah mm-hmm. well some 32 year olds uh, he does <laughs> they, they seem older than we do well he's he was older i think he, uh, yeah I think he's a way no he was a lot because he even was made like that comment he's like oh you a lot big age difference then or I would, something like that, I, I, yeah. it would i mean if he was 10 years older too maybe mm. he was like 42 42 another one for another 10 <laughs> um yeah i don't have too much to say on it but i i did like some of the comedy i think shit house is a little funnier just because of that like Relevancy. relatability yeah yeah um where this or is like kind of unrelatable to me at least uh, this might really resonate with some people so yeah i've never fallen in love with an older woman yeah. who's engaged <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Fallen in love. Yeah, he said. No, I said that. falling yeah. Fall in love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> no comment from that point forward. <laughs> and you said engaged too. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, not not too much else, Santa. But yeah, I like I I do like the style of it. I think it's, I think he is a good director for this being his second film. Like he is definitely a talent to watch. But yeah, uh, he definitely knows what he's doing but i'm also kind of afraid that this is like his space 
is like these very relatable like i guess there is a space for that but like can he do more can you do something else give him a budget that maybe. doesn't feel so indie and human right can mm-hmm. he like i mean think do of something more? There, i mean i can't think of any by the top of my head that started like super indie and then was able to i mean i'm sure successfully a lot of them. foray yeah. into like a bigger i don't know yeah like i mean pta does a really good like job of relatability and i'm sure he started i don't know what mm-hmm. his first films was, but I'm assuming he could I do no hard eight before. But can that? he write know. bigger? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if Cooper is can like write a grander bigger. Scale. Yeah, yeah. See, I feel like this movie kind of showed that he just needs to work on that. Where it's like didn't totally miss the mark. Obviously, we really liked the movie, but this was grander than Shit House, and it, yeah. I think again bit off more than they could chew. It got into a zone of uh, disingenuous of inauthenticity and. That's where I felt like Shithouse was so successful that he needs yeah. to do. He needs to learn how to apply that on a larger scale if yeah. he wants to work with bigger names. And from what I know, I think Dakota Johnson mostly funded it. I think. Oh really? Really? I think so. That's what I heard. I know she's a producer on it, but I think it was mostly her that got a lot of the backing for the movie. Would make sense. Could be speaking on my ass, but I mean, yeah, going from Shithouse to this, there's. Leslie Mann is in this movie. Dakota Johnson, obviously, if she's a producer, she'll star in it. But um, yeah, a lot bigger cast and crew on this. Where Shithouse is very like two people are in it for yeah. the most majority of the movie, and then some extras. So, um, but yeah, it, what do you want to? Anything else, or do you want to rate it? I can slap a rating on that. Slap it on. I gave it <laughs> a spoiler. We all gave it the same <laughs> again. We're starting to get like yeah, our, we are really we're getting in sync a lot. <laughs> very recently, yeah, I've been very it's like <laughs> in sync. Yeah, I gave it a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. And again, I I thought I gave Shit House a four. You see, I thought Letterboxd we because I think Should if I we go on, back to Letterboxd, you did give it a three and a half on Letterboxd. On Letterboxd, yeah. Okay. Because damn I'm, it. I know when we were talking about it, I felt like we were on the same wavelength. For sure. <laughs> and you gave it a I four. I get a four, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I should go back and revisit that. It's a really short movie, too. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that would be a heavy three and a half, whereas this is probably a light three and a half for me. So Yeah, I agree. I okay. mean, it was above average. But for then sure. I'm like, and then it was elevated. So I kind of fought between those two ratings. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's move on to other things we watched. Um, Jacob, do you want to start? Do I ever? Here we go. Start with the fucking obvious. Get it out of the way. What the man from Toronto? No, you no, watched your climbing documentary. <laughs> you're climbing <laughs> on the verge. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Now start with whatever you want. I'm just kidding. No, I'm gonna start with that one. All right, because you know this is one of my ideas for my next TikTok. <laughs> now that we're big TikTok guys, huge TikTok guys. I want to do like top five or five movies to watch outside of Free Solo. <laughs> If you like climbing movies or documentaries, I guess. Do you have five? Let's do it today. I do have five. <laughs> you have to rank them, yeah. I'm not going to rank them. I just, I just want five other ones. Because like we've already, everybody, you've already five other ones. I know, but everyone's seen like deep free soul. Everyone's seen Alpinist. Like Alpinist. I don't want those two in. You the think you still seen like eight yeah, of them? Yeah, like Maru, Don. Jacob's trying to, to fill it. a niche here. Yeah. 
a very specific <laughs> niche. I, I mean, climbing movies are huge. Though. If I'll you pick, like climbing like free and you don't watch popular Everybody ones. was talking about those two movies. You're the so. indie darling of climbing movies. Then You're the doc head. You're the indie darling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get into docs. <laughs> this is like super indie though. Like I had to pay to watch this, by the way. Like $3, but like... <laughs> What's it called? It has two reviews on Letterboxd. Wow. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now we're talking verge. about niche. And a total of like literally less than 20 ratings, I think. On the verge? Total. You said? Yeah. yeah I think it has less than 20 review- Nine, ratings total. 18, so 4, 22. 36 members have seen it. So <laughs> less than that have rated it. One, probably. two, 20... For 25. 25 ratings, and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> coming from the ground, I don't even, and this came out like maybe this year. I It doesn't even say on here, but I thought it was beautiful look at. It's, I would say this one's less of a climbing movie, even though there are, it's a lot about climbers, but it's just, it's not really about climbing. How the hell did you find this? Because <laughs> it's not even on I IMDb. Have, I have my ways. I'm not even. It's gonna not say. on IMDb. No. Yeah, it has to be. If it's on Letterboxd, dude. Don't think the they pull all of them. I'll look it up. Keep going, Jacob. Sorry. See, I mean, I gotta go into the trenches and find these. So when I, I want like stuff that people haven't heard of that they want to go up and watch. Not on it. It's right there, dude. If you type in on the verge, it doesn't pop up. Well, nineteen, it came up. All right, so it's nine ratings. On three wait, years wait, old. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? Didn't we have a criteria for length? It's a documentary. It's only like 30. It's 40 minutes. minutes. 40 minutes. That uh, counts. It's a short. That's like a short film. It does say short on IMDb. Documentary short. Documentary. I don't know. Jacob broke the rules 100 times anyway, so. I have not. This is. Yeah, you logged fucking bullshit. What's his nuts? Inside. Oh, Bo Burnham's Bo movie. Burnham. That's still... <laughs> I think I removed it. Was it was a comedy special. Debatable. I think I removed it. That was a debatable one, though. This not is a documentary, Emmys, and it's a short. It's 40-some minutes long. 40. It's 40 minutes long. It fits within that range. Short films can be around that length. I logged Blood Machines, and you, got, and you logged Silent Night. But that's those are classified movies, though. I I I agree, but I'm just saying those are around. This that's is like, a documentary, though. They're both. They're all around an hour, less than documentaries an hour. do count. They count, sure. Anyway, like I was saying, this now is, we need to get into this more. We need to. No, I'm just kidding. It's less about Review this bullshit movie. climbing itself and more about like the environment and you know trying to preserve that for generations. So. And it's it does have a it's very heavy handed on that. That's kind of it's not like it's hard to say that's a negative. It's important that these things are coming out because, you know, climate change. And yeah, stuff you have is, to be heavy handed when is, fucking there's is deniers real, out there. Yeah, still. It's like, yeah, it still snows and whatever. Sure. It's like 100 degrees and people are dying of drought in multiple places in the world. And we have fires like crazy, but it snows. Yeah. So therefore... Barely. Climate change doesn't <laughs> exist. Global I know. Warming, am I right? We've had like yeah, that today. Was supposed, but today was supposed to be really cold. Yeah. We, we, 
but today was probably supposed to be really cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's 30 degrees. <laughs> climate changed my ass. It's like <laughs> that's weather different from climate. But anyway, it's extremes in both directions. Is the <laughs> exactly. Of climate but change. we have more natural disasters than ever. But whatever. Yeah. No. Anyway, so it's important to be heavy handed. But at the same time, I thought this was going to be more climbing related and it's not so much. But it, it was did. on the verge of being climbing. It related. was on the verge. That's why you hey. hated it. But it was interesting also in a way that it talked not only about, you know, the preserva- preservation of this area, which is this highly dense and very far out. Like even getting there is hard to get to this area to climb. And it's basically like a Yosemite, which in the climbing world, that's Yosemite is like, you know, God tier. It's amazing. That's where free solo was. Right. So it's like they have like those kind of mountains and those kind of walls to climb, but it's so far out. You remember where it was? It's in uh, British Columbia. Okay. I was like, how much did you pay attention? (laughs) Powell river. Yeah. But, that was a paper mill that was like huge for the area at the time, but they've been cutting down, you know, more and more of the forest as it is. And they've been cutting down this old forest now where these trees are, you know, thousand years old tree, you know, like a thousand year old trees. And they're just cutting them down like that. How is that possible? The earth is only 3000 years old. (laughs) It's been alive for a third of that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like, that's one. So sad, right? That is sad. I don't know how people can think like you cut down a thousand year old tree and that's not a sad thing. Like a thousand years. Like that's insane. That's been existing. But but. if we erected a building that was a thousand years old, people would kill themselves to save it. Which there's like barely any. Right. (laughs) Not in America. There's no. I mean, obviously. (laughs) But I'm just. Yeah. Like, yeah. Castles, all that shit. They all get protection and historical landmark. And this status, tree is a living thing <laughs> that has survived all of the and world. And it gives you shit. Everything that has happened. <laughs> like it helps us out. Yeah. The building does nothing. It's like survived all it. of that. And they're just like, well, we need some paper. <laughs> but also there is hey, kind of like this. Dying industry. Yeah. Keep it going. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get rid of it. But there's like the argument there too is like. In no, order I mean to, keep killing it. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You're right. I didn't mean keep it alive. Everybody, no, start keep change the paper the industry alive. No, I meant keep killing it. Yeah. Keep killing the paper Let industry. Die. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I agree. Dying industry. Glad we got there. <laughs> it's a quote, office. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry the middle of my sentence interrupted the beginning of yours. Good. Our goal is to derail this review as much as possible. It's working. <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. No. Your thousand year old trees, blah, blah, so, blah. So like buildings. getting there, all of the roads and stuff that were built in order to get to these awesome climbs were made to make it easier for the paper mill there to deliver its stuff. So have you ever smelled mill, a paper mill? No. <laughs> I have. It smells like. Stinks. It's stinks. disgusting. But really? like. What does yeah. it smell like? Like. Sulfur. Yeah, super sulfur. sulfury. Hmm. Smells like a fart. <laughs> nice. But if it leaves, then no one can get there to climb. So it like leaves. they kind of do work together. But mm-hmm. also, you know, it's bad. So it was You're it putting was the climbers entertainment above the earth, Jacob. No. They should be able to just build stuff to for people to get there. 
what they're trying to transition it into is tourism for climbing in order to make money and phase out the paper mill. Cause they're like not against it because it was the reason that town even exists is because that paper mill. But it's so, if, I mean, and it's kind of failing anyway now because paper is not being used as much, but they're like, so what do we can do? We do to transition our town into a place that is not killing this old forest in order to make paper and wood for building stuff. And it, transition it into something that's going to last forever for generations like climbing you bring people there you make it famous for that and now you have tons of people to traveling from all over to go this random place in british columbia to go climbing i have an idea electric forest (laughs) world (laughs) bc but it's climbing climbing related hey you just put sage around forests boom Next like, big thing. Yeah, absolutely beautiful area, though. So it looked great, and the filming was very well done, but it was kind of I think one, just she did note. it, right? Robin? Or is it a guy? Do we know, know if Robin's a guy or a girl? Ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> Could go either way. Them, they. <laughs> Could go anyway. I don't know. Robin Munshaw is a director. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Guy or girl? I don't know. Well, because I think it said a cinematography by them as well well mm-hmm. and producer they're well, everything. 10 people have reviewed it in all of the world so i it's probably a small budget where the director did a lot yeah, of did you other did we ever so um, the other two people who wrote reviews they gave it a four and a three and a half and i gave it a three and a half so we're ready to write one jacob you'll probably that'd be your most liked review yeah write one jacob you'll be a, one of three people that have written review <laughs> ever wrote a review yeah use the numbers come on you could put you're not changing your rating so yeah you can change you do a plug yeah throw a plug in there and if you want to hear more about movies, <laughs> listen to episode 145. Boom. 145, done. 115. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like 145. Damn. Done with this review. <laughs> 145 is 30 when, weeks from now. This is when I'll get around to watching it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. On episode 145, I mean, honestly, we'll make it a thing. Unless I, this is important, but like I couldn't recommend this for you guys to watch, really, because it's like. Don't worry, we won't. Jacob, I haven't even watched Free Solo yet, and that's yeah. free. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. So that—that's <laughs> that, the Alpinist is on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I watched Alpinist. Those are worth watching for cinematography, everything involved. This is—I mean, you guys already think no climate change is a bad thing, and that we need yeah. to fix it. So this isn't. It's funny because these kind of movies are preaching to the choir. Usually, it's like these. No one, ten people watch this, and all ten people watch this. Either like climbing or well, no, based off your review, is a real thing. based off your review, this scratched a certain itch. But you said it's not really about climbing, and the climate change stuff is is obvious. So, what did you get from it? Beautiful scenery. <laughs> no, just that sweeping inter- vistas. That kind of interesting mix between it's like yeah, climate change is something we need to address and we need to fix, but also at the same time do. Can we put that at the in the way of like killing people's way of life? And I mean, you go, it's like, oh yeah, there's overfishing and stuff. We need to stop fishing. But you're gonna fire or, all the fishermen. Yeah. yeah, and then or it's like, oh yeah, we need to stop like using fossil fuels. But then all these countries that are just now getting to the place where they can use cars and stuff. Yeah, no, you guys can't do that. Yeah, yeah, we had that hundreds of years of ruining the planet with our cars and stuff before we got to a place where we don't need it. But you have to skip all that and use this really expensive new technology right away. 
That's why we need a new plague. <laughs> yeah. We Too many. We plague. tried. Too many people. We already did that. It didn't work. <laughs> Bill it didn't Gates kill tried enough. doing that. <laughs> yeah, we created that already. And it oh, Billy. Billy tried, but goddamn scientists had a rid of vaccine too way too quickly. Didn't kill nearly enough people. Yeah. Not <laughs> vaccine didn't work well. I feel like we have to say this sarcasm. Yeah, for disclaimer because <laughs> there is COVID some person real, out there. A million people died. There's somebody out Get there the that vaccine, won't understand. You fucking idiot <laughs> doesn't understand sarcasm. All right, Josh, what do you got? I watched a little dit ditty. Um, Called one of Kyle and I's favorite <laughs> horrors. What was at one time? Insidious. Oh, Woman in Black. Yeah, banger. Banger. Is that the one with uh, Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, you like Harry that Potter. One? Harry Potter. Kyle and I saw it in theaters. I think you guys yeah. like that. Yeah, banger. The one I time remember, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember not liking it distinctly when I saw. Holds it. up. Hold number two's. It's bad. Number one's good. I remember not liking the first one and then not having any interest in seeing the second one. Well, you're an idiot, so watch the first one. Yeah. It's a bang. You watched the second one first? No, I'm saying I never oh, you wanted to see the second gotcha. one because I didn't really like the first one. And I heard so many good things about it. Oh, well, here's your, uh, here's your chance to revisit it because it is a banger. Um, I love gothic horrors, or gothic in general, as I had mentioned, watching Crimson Peak, my favorite G. Del T. movie, because it is a gothic horror romance. This didn't have the romance angle, but it is horror. Um, And yeah, it's just uh, really cool, um, something that is very original. I mean, you don't really see... A horror set in this that's on a remote island that is in Scotland that you can only visit during low tide and then they drive out there and then the tide rises so he has to come back at another time it's like Mont Saint Michel in France that's like that I don't know it's in Scotland I think (laughs) but um, the atmosphere that's created because it is old I always think that naturally that's why I don't like I love the folk horror. We always are a huge fan of folk horror or um, horror set in in these times because they just add a certain level, a certain element of horror that you can't get because they're using candles and there's no there's no artificial lighting. Yep, like that. But it's just one house. Um, and the the one scene that Kyle and I creamed over before it's still very good so like the uh, visual effects i remember nothing everything looked pretty good yeah yeah it definitely holds up they didn't they didn't try too much um i honestly remember zero at all about this like off the top of my head i'm sure if i played it i'd remember but yeah it's fun it's fright i mean there's like like the ragnarok with josh (laughs) yeah yeah doesn't remember it till he watched it i did remember this and i remember (laughs) when the scene was coming and it was still hit I'm not gonna lie. I don't. Would you watch it on the ringer? Uh, I rented it on something. Oh, you rented it? Damn. I think you really want to watch this. It's been on my watch. What list. made you want to watch this? Um, I can't remember. It's a horror guy. Come on. Yeah, what do you mean? I like. Uh, I like horror too. But I don't think. I feel like we had mentioned it at some point, and then it's just kind of a random horror movie to watch. And then I like was reading of like, it might be on something. Nope, I rented it. <laughs> um. 
I don't know why. I, it was probably just on something that I remembered or that I saw again. And I was like, oh, shit, I want to rewatch that. So I did. And it didn't. Um, it's on Pluto. It's on Pluto. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. If you With have a ads. Pluto description uh, or Pluto. <laughs> subscription. Isn't Pluto supposed to be it's free? free? Yeah, it's with the yeah. ads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Watch oh, it. Yeah, it's um. It's like I said. It's it's got some frightening elements to it. Um, but it definitely has like a Daniel Radcliffe melancholy ness about it. Um. Yeah, you just kind of. It's like one of those horror though. Like maybe when you watched it, Jacob, you weren't. You didn't get its. Didn't get its style or vibe and it's if you get it you're all in if you don't then i think that it could be like pretty boring maybe or i mean i'm interested i just remember i mean i watched this in like college and i just remember Same. not liking it but i think it's been like 10 years it. ago because this was probably also like 2012 it was 2012 yeah. look at that didn't this guy direct um la llorona isn't I that, think so. Yeah, isn't that the same guy, James Watkins. Nope, he did. He did not do that. <laughs> he hasn't done like <laughs> what anything. Am I thinking of? He did. He hasn't done anything since. Eden Lake. Yikes. Bastille Day. The Bastille Days was after that. That was I, in 2016. I, I saw Eden Lake me. also. And he just came out with one this year. The Ip Chris file. That's a TV show. It's, oh, it's on here. Actually, mm. I did see Eden Lake. And I, I think I liked it, and that's why I yeah, wanted. He's done to TV. He hasn't done a movie since 2016. The Take. Yeah, I liked Eden Lake, and I want. That's why I wanted Man. to watch this, and then I didn't like it. Oh, I've Eden Lake on my watch list, but I've never seen it. <laughs> the fuck is this? I liked it. Hmm. Got to check it out. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I like it. It's one of my favorite horrors. Go back, visit it. I think you'll change your mind. I ended it at a four star. Would it, um, in hindsight, would it make the best of the decade list that we did? It probably we could. Do you remember your list? Yeah. It's on the gram. It could probably, it'd be on lower. It'd be a lower one, but it could sneak in at like nine or 10 maybe. All right. The underrated, I think, for sure. Well, I watched a, mo- did you rate it? Yeah, I said four. Oh, okay. Um, I watched a movie immediately after we recorded our Black Phone episode last week, so I'll try to... Uh, I think that I watched this the night that we recorded, too, so that's... Pull as much from it as I can. Uh, I watched the movie Fire Island, which... It, Jacob, you watched this? I did. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, new movie on Hulu, directed by Andrew Ahn. Um yeah, it's basically about a uh, group of gay friends that uh, do a summer vacation every year to this island location. I don't know. It's Just, a real place. Yeah, it's. A, I it know it's a, a real place. place. New York's yeah. Fire Island. Yeah. Um, and they just partied up for a week and uh, live it up. And it's about um, kind of their relationship experience and how it differentiates from one another and I really like that. I like how yeah. it's I like how it's a very straightforward rom-com but like it doesn't fall into like tropes of like gay relationships really. Yeah. Like it kind of shows every different angle and aspect and that it, they can. It wasn't just like specifically 
so some there's many like gay movies right now mm-hmm. but like this was even more specific right it wasn't the experience as a gay man it was experience as a gay asian man right yeah so it's yeah. like even more <laughs> specific was it of a middle so class sometimes I, yeah. <laughs> sometimes i feel like in today yeah. it's like we have these gay movies and they're just like gay to be gay was this a movie that was like it was just a game like they were just gay and it didn't make yeah. it bigger than it was and, well, like, and it showed you like the differences between like, that you know right? what i'm saying like you have like these movies that are like coming out a or stories or they're like they're yeah. trying to highlight the fact that they're gay no there's like i think there needs gay. to be yeah i think there needs to be more movies where it's just like they are they're gay and it's just it's a straightforward movie just with gay characters i would say it's more about well it's tough to say because they're obviously focusing in on the gay experience and like the lifestyle so it's hard to say like it's it's hard to say it's a movie with gay characters that doesn't like draw attention to the gay characters because it's obviously about the gay characters but it's not like it's not like heavy-handed really in any way i don't think no it feels like this glimpse into a more realistic thing. Like, like it feels experience. like it feels like a traditional rom com, just like yeah. totally gay and like there's nothing like weird about it or anything. It's just like it just that's happens. what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a very hate, matter of fact gay. It's yeah, I just like, hate now where it's like like even Shits Creek, which is regarded like it's a TV show, but it's regarded as like a gay like a gay friendly show, but even then it's like they have to make it a point that he's gay. Yeah. Where it's like I just we need more. They just need more films. It's like they're gay. Doesn't matter. Like, well, it is this, what it is. Everybody is gay. So, yeah. So that's what I was, that's what I meant. Why like it's yeah, hard to saying, yeah. differentiate. But I would say it's more along the lines of what you want, which yeah. is matter of fact, and like this is just how it is. And them even like exploring like how they just address it, which is like they just address the fact that like there is a hookup culture more so like in the gay community. I feel like then, Oh yeah. Then, you know, in the hetero community and they like just address it. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is how it is. Like they don't, there's not a reason or anything. It's just like what it is. So, and they like address that. They're like, they're on this Island and he, they constantly, he's like, I need to get how I need to get my friend laid so I can get laid. And it's just like, it's actually I don't shouldn't say more so because it's actually just male mentality. I was gonna like, say it's, it's not, not more like, so like yeah, we every guy like, straight guy goes into a, a club guy. thinks like I want to hook up with a girl. So it, it's yeah, still part men of my mentality just gay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean to say that it's just more it's so literally men just guys being guys. Except just hooking up with to guys. fuck with women, they want to fuck men. You know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that yeah, was it. exactly. Hetero guys are the yeah. exact same way. But, but it's just funny that they don't want to. But I just more so appreciate that they just like face that head on rather than like you know try to romanticize something that's but i do feel like it did go a little bit deeper too where it was like no pun intended (laughs) play it play it yeah so uh (laughs) i lost my train of thought it went deeper yeah because like it really especially with i don't flustered yeah i'm gonna bother over here uh the i'm gonna come howie yeah yeah like he has that speech in it and stuff and like that was pretty heavy mm-hmm. and it's 
it and even though uh yeah Noah, the characters the are great character he's like trying to get his friend laid but really he's having this like thing that i think is relatable you know wh- whatever you are it's just like this feeling that it's ending like something's ending and it's like moving on and like this was such an important thing for you and it's not even about the thing itself like that's just kind of you know you're acting like it's saying but it's not even about that it's about the camaraderie and everything that was built up and all these memories and everything and like moving on to the next stage from that yeah and that's like this this other story that's being told and i really like that and i thought that was pretty heavy and I feel like I've definitely gone through that. It's like whether you're moving on from college and then you're like, ah, oh, you know, like now I'm looking back at these years and it was just such a good time and it's gone. And that, you know, or high school or whatever, you know, stage of your life where you're just move, you're losing all those people who are part of the, your life at that time. And they, it's just moving on from that to mm-hmm. the next stage, which is scary. And you just want things, to be, you want this to be escape from that reality but you know always lingering there is the reality that this is ending and i thought that part was really good yeah they've tried i mean that's like a it's been done a lot in yeah movies but i oh, thought yeah. it was very authentic and real here and i really like that i really like all the characters i thought the writing was great i thought it was actually like really funny yeah you know oh, like gay gay people are the humor, funniest yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> the um and like the guy, the main character in it is a stand-up comedian, which it's, I just feel like their timing and like, like their comedic timing is so on because you have to be in stand-up that like it works. It translates so well to film. Like yeah. more like stand-ups. I mean, a lot of stand-up comedians are also actors, but like they just do so well in these comedies. And um, I thought he was yeah. great. Especially with the, how smart it was written. Like the jokes yeah. weren't just like surface level a lot of times. Like they were... You, you know, thought about it, okay, that's pretty funny. He yeah. wrote it. <laughs> yeah, as say he was sense, co-writer yeah. on it. So it says it says writer. It just says writer. Oh, he's okay. He's the only writer. Soul writer. Credit. Yeah, that makes sense because I think he's gay and an Asian, so it's probably a lot of his like life the experiences. I would also assume is gay and Asian. Yeah, yeah. and I, I wanted to look into some of his other movies too. They they all have like pretty um, good ratings, good to high ratings. So yeah, I thought it was just a great. Uh, rom-com it doesn't like look like amazing or anything um you know it's just well directed a lot of that probably comes down to budget i would love to see him like with a bigger budget do something you know this was on hulu i think it was pretty highly received and well liked so maybe his next movie um he can you know really do something that's technically amazing and well written and all that Mm -hmm. shit like but i thought it was very good for what it was and um Definitely interested in more of his stuff. Oh yeah. Did the score do anything for you? I don't. Mm, not that I remember. It, so yeah. Well, it's just the same guy that did. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things, which is kind of. I don't remember it taking that away. Plays but I, more. I, I feel like the score. I feel like it was think, a lot of soundtrack though. It was a lot of music. I feel like that too. Yeah. I feel like I'm thinking of ending things relies on score to build like tension and atmosphere and this doesn't really rely on its atmosphere too much it's more just like a good vibe like like i said it's like a rom-com it's not yeah like the music isn't music. doing a lot of heavy lifting yeah, the music's here. good but it's not yeah. like it's i wouldn't be surprised if like he took the job just to like you know keep Taking working keep <laughs> working out. yeah like i feel like i'm thinking of ending things like it relies so heavily on the score to build atmosphere and tension but this like doesn't really need that 
So, I liked it a lot. I gave it a three and a half. I did as well. Also. We yeah. need to stop copying each other. I know. <laughs> I mean, like, I was looking. I'm like, damn, he gave it a three and a half. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's where Can I was. Can I feeling. lower this or higher? Yeah, I was like, I was feeling that already. But I'm like, there's no way I could lower. But uh, higher would be hard to justify. <laughs> No, no, I'm just kidding. That's I like. No, I did I like think about sick. this though. Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> I'm like after I saw it, I'm just like, damn, that's gonna be the same score if I get. Um. Okay, I have two more. What about you guys? I got none. Nothing, Jacob. Anything else? I have X. And oh. Did you? Oh yeah, he was on that. Either. No, I, I never watched was, X. That was yeah. My, it was yeah. Us and Travis. I've been wanting to watch the, it forever, and randomly, I'm like, I want to watch a fucking horror movie well it's my next so two are not i really don't have much to say about either oh, the man so you from can toronto go. was also the other so one. you have two too so yeah. you go and then i'll go and then you can end it um or i'll end it sorry i'll do a quick one first um man from toronto i don't have like much to say so <laughs> it is what it is it's funny it is I a good it. time like it's an you know it's i like it's it. <laughs> kevin hart being kevin like hart it. just over a top. <laughs> it's not well written. The story's stupid. But, you know, it's fun. How much of this did you watch? No rating, Jacob. Well, yeah, you, you I was going to say, I well, thought that's we what we that were going to it, talk so. about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Should we address this on air? Jacob, you need to unmute Suds and Buds and mute premium content. Because Suds and Buds is only the important shit. That's the stuff that you <laughs> need know. to see. Do and it right we now. Will not, we will air. not spam that chat at all. No. I swear to God. We will not spam it. Well, I watched this a while ago, though. Okay. Like, but I'm just right letting you know after. that like, that is where the important shit goes down. Unmute that. Yeah, I watched this. premium content I watched all you want because the there's a lot of bullshit spewed in there. So this was like almost two weeks ago. So What was it on? 30th. I watched Cha Cha Real Smooth the 20th. Damn. <laughs> now, was this a... Jacob, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> what? Damn. The 30th was literally 10 days ago. He's like, it was a month ago. I said it was like two weeks ago. Oh, I think he said a month. <laughs> was this a uh, solo watch? Was this Netflix and chill? Wait. I mean, you want one of these? Yeah. I think there's one more. I'll crack this one for you, bud boy. Is there one more? If there's not. There's like three more. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I, I thought I, I saw three. multiple in there. Well, I bought a six pack. <laughs> So, yeah, this movie's not good, but I don't I think it would be pretty easy to recommend just to throw on. It's this one so you Netflix don't, and chill rating. Yeah. High. high Netflix and chill. High. Fucking high. I mean, it's Kevin Hart. You're and talking about out of five. five Eggplant emo- emo- emojis. And, uh, this is like eight or nine. Like, so maybe nine or ten. Four and a half. Eggplant so four, wait, let's four, say nine. nine to ten, because like you literally have to pay attention to none of this and you'll still enjoy be okay with whatever point you so jump like into love it birds. Yeah. Like it does <laughs> not matter. Like you love exactly birds, know coffee and cream. what's going on. Netflix originals. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer Confidential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's not even a Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that one I don't Just, touch. <laughs> but this one, I mean, Kevin Hart, Woody Harrison, you know, like throw that on them being funny. That's all that matters in this and everything else doesn't matter at all. The pacing sucked, especially near the end. Oh, my God. I did not know how to end. And then the... But, you know, it's funny. It's fun. It's dumb. I gave it a... I, I was really kind of struggling with what I gave, but I didn't want to be hard on it. And people are being hard on it. I'm it's guessing. funny. It's dumb. I'm, I'm guessing right now. You're, you're close. <laughs> I'm going to give it two and a half. 
It, the CG was awful. Oh my god, I didn't even know there was CG in it. There, As with all, there's not a lot, but it is awful. It's so bad. Biggest but Netflix movie one, of all time has the worst CG of all time. There is this one scene where they try oh, to ra- make uh, it red. Pro- yeah, project. What's it called? Wait, red. What was it called? <laughs> red red project. No. No, it's Adam Project. Adam Project. Red. We gotta pull this <laughs> without. Um, I was gonna say confidential word. That's Spencer Confidential. What's it called? Uh, Red Notice. Red, Red Notice. notice. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Red Notice. God. It has that level of CG. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, bad. And you know, it's what it is. It's like a TV movie, basically, <laughs> like made for TV movie. And made for Netflix. Like I, I based this is it very. Sorry, I just have to raspberry. say this is very berry. Yeah, like, yeah. super. So I it. <laughs> it tastes like a like a truly. Yeah, it does taste kind of like juice, like like <laughs> yeah. border level. You should see the color here. of it. Probably it's pure. very rich. I see it in the can. Yeah. Holy shit! But it doesn't taste it's like, like soda. Rubeus raspberry. It tastes no. Like, yeah. Well, it's like it's raspberry and cherry. This tastes like literally like a truly or like a seltzer. Tastes like a seltzer. I don't know about that. It tastes like a seltzer. <laughs> I gotta kind of agree. It's pretty, but like I mean, with extra extra flavor. Like seltzers. Yeah, but I think that's like seltzers. Like hint seltzer. of flavor. This is like flavor. yeah. Seltzers are like all the way. You sprayed the smell of something, and then you can taste it. Yeah. Sorry for the listeners. We're talking about raspy cat, which was <laughs> last episodes, but I didn't get to try it last episode. And I so wasn't here. So. Yeah, so I'm trying it now. Very I, very uh, yeah. It is what very it, very berry. I mean, I already finished my review, so that's fine. Yeah. I gave it a, a two and a half. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is kind of high, but, you know, fine. <coughs> I'm okay with that. All right. Well, I watched some not so good movies. Are you going to save the best for last? Or I'll save the best for last. Yeah. I'm going in chronological order. So Sweet. Um, I watched, and I'm kind of iffy on my rating here because. You got to rewatch it. I well, fell asleep for like a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit of it. God, what's what's wrong with you now? Well, you no, fell asleep during quiet. fucking Jurassic World. This was like after. Oh, this was on. This was on the fourth. I was fucking. We we're out in the sun protesting all day. I was like, I was fucking so tired, and then went back, watched this. Um, only fell asleep for a little bit. It was not long at all. I promise. But anyway. I watched Thirteen Ghosts, the the <laughs> yeah. remake. Hold on, okay. Come back, two thousand one. That was why so random to watch. Yeah, Steve why did you watch? I it? saw that review. I'm like, what? So that was we my were first looking. Cut. So yes. it was the fourth. I was with uh, Alyssa and her sister, and we were protesting. And then we went back, and her sister took a nap, and we were kind of just like hanging out and like wondering what we should kill time until like dinner or whatever. So I was like, let's watch a movie. Let's, you know, make it short 90 minutes. That's like perfect cat nap time. Perfect. Yeah. So we were looking for 90 minute and they, the fucking category on Netflix, 90 minute movies. They have one? Yeah. Best. You got to like search for it or whatever. But I need 90 minute horror. <laughs> 90 minute horror movies. Most horror movies should be 90 minutes. Um, But we're like, couldn't decide on a movie. I was like, I was like, oh, keep 13 ghosts like as a maybe. Like, and then we went through like 10 other movies. We're like, no, 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 no. So I'm like, okay, we're going back to fucking 13 ghosts then. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I this is a, one of my most distinct memories as a child. My second it's my mom's cousin, so my second cousin and her boyfriend at the time who went to Spring Arbor, 
they lived in those apartments across from Concord, the park in Concord, like to die, the ones that like burned down. In Concord? Yeah. There was those apartments. Do you remember that? They lived there. Anyway, we watched this on VHS there and it like scared the shit out of me. Oh, I was like okay. too young to watch it. Well, whatever. yeah. Came out 2001. We were nine. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it was on VHS after. So it was probably, you know, like a year or two after that. But they wanted to watch this movie. And so, yeah, that was like my only memory of it. And all I remember is the guy with the fucking, the, the box head, the guy with the nails and the big Dude, tits. Dude, I cannot remember. And I don't big even tits think I've lady. seen this. <laughs> I've never seen it. It is so fucking like early 2000s horror. It's not even funny. Like so early 2000s horror. It, it's like I see so much where, you know, like the James Wan uh, or yeah, James Wan. Wait, am I saying that right? Saw one. That's James Wan. Okay, yeah. yeah. That James Wan style of like the editing where it like mm-hmm. like go like cut something like blah, 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 blah. it's like yeah, sporadic yeah. and shit. Like, dude, so much of that came from like just these early two thousands movies. I didn't realize, but like the whole movie is edited that way instead of just like these the horror sequences. Like the whole movie is that way. Yeah, they'll cut to these scenes of like going slow motion. It's like. It is such a mess with how it's chopped together and like the pacing and everything. It's so bad. The acting is terrible. This was Tony Shalhoub, probably in the height of Monk. I don't know why they cast him, but it's just. Oh, my. No, Monk was after this. After this? Monk was not was like in high school. But that's that show ran for like 10 years, though. Monk was 2000. It was after Monk came after this. Really? Wow. 2002 to 2009. Okay, I don't know why Tony Shalhoub is in this, but uh, Tony Shalhoub, we have Matthew Lillard, which people fucking go crazy for from Scooby-Doo. He is not a good actor. I'm telling you right now, that casting might have been perfect, and he might be a great Shaggy. He is not a good actor No, at all. have you seen... He's in Good Girls, which is was like big... Never seen it. Well, it's like big for that. Okay. He's terrible he's in this. Yeah. Terrible. Every, like the writing is so bad. F. Murray Abraham is, he's like the villain, I guess, and he's fine. He's probably the best one in the movie, but the story is just like so stupid and it's not really even worth like telling you about it or anything. You just, you should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's really <laughs> quick to watch and it's just really bad. It, it just brings back like the early 2000s, I swear, has to be like the worst time period for movies. Yeah. They well, look the worst. Well, other they're than like come gems, but that was because like CG was just starting to become a yeah. thing. Yeah. So they're like, let's use it in a lot of things. And it's bad. Like 28 days I, later. I will say that like the the CG in this, there is some CG used in it and it's not terrible. It's it's very obvious, but it's like it's like this. The house is a mechanism and it like spins and it's not God awful. Uh, like literally the only thing I liked about this movie was that the look of it and the look of like the house and like the lore that they kind of give these like spirits and ghosts. It's a little bit interesting. Um, so is this based on the six nineteen sixty? It's film? based on it, but it's loosely based on okay. it because it's modernized. Right. But they still have like the goggles that can see the spirits. It's just so stupid. Like the mix, the, they're trying to mix like the technology and like spiritual world that just like is so corny to me <laughs> off the bat as a concept that I'm never going to really buy into your movie. And Matt actually messaged me. At, he's like, Oh, like fuck that rating. Like this movie is really fun. 
And there's actually a couple parts in the movie where I thought like, I think, I think it's supposed to be self-aware, but then there's something else that'll happen. I'm like, okay, no, there's no way that this movie is (laughs) self-aware. There's no way that it's trying to be bad or whatever, especially because the director went on to make like, he made like two or three movies max and then was like canceled forever. Like I haven't seen Ghost Ship. I I kind of want to watch that next, but I've it's seen it. notoriously bad. It is terrible. Yeah, That's so only like two movies he's directed. Okay, so two movies exactly. No, there's no part of me that thinks that this guy is like self-aware and like these are like tongue-in-cheek movies, or else he probably would have made more. Right. Well, he's an award-winning commercial director. Well, okay, there you go. <laughs> and he did commercial uh, visual effects for The Abyss and The Hunt for Red October. So he must be like a visual effect guy. That's probably why the visual effects actually weren't terrible. For the year 2001, they are not But so is not Upgrade awful. and guess what? <laughs> yeah. So. Lord of the Rings, I, uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I meant Upgrade, he was like a visual. No, that. No. What was it? No, wasn't, wasn't that Lee Winnell? I'm thinking. Uh, that bullshit bloodshot. Yeah, that's what it was. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I pretty much so hated was, uh, this movie. So was Lamb. Lamb was well. He was a cinema. director. No, was he, he was a visual. He effects. was visual effects. Yeah. Visual effects, and that was damn good. Anyway, I gave it a one. One star. Hated. Did not like it. And I also fell asleep for like ten minutes. For thirteen minutes. Thirteen exactly. <laughs> All right. I uh, watched X. Oh yeah. And I actually had kind of higher expectations. For Here we this. go, Jacob. Yeah. We're divided on this movie a little bit. Yeah. We are? Uh, well. Like, you give it a half star higher. <laughs> okay, me and Travis then. He didn't like it. He gave it like a two and a half, didn't he? Yeah, Travis did. I mean, I honestly don't think he's that crazy with that, but this movie's weird. And it's hard to, because I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, it was just so weird. I don't know. I get what it was doing. It was like a homage to the slasher films and the, the older, t- like what seventies, eighties. Oh yeah, seventies, seventies, mm-hmm. and seventy nine. Like, I think it nailed that. But at the same time, at some parts, I'm just like, Are you a Ty West fil- fan though? I don't know. I have an original that. thought. He did the Sacrament, House of the Devil, Innkeepers. Uh, no. Then <laughs> House of the Devil's a banger. House of the Devil sucks. Jacob, you have to see that. I did see House of the Devil. No, you didn't. It was mid AF. I didn't rate it. Uh, didn't that come out a while ago? In the 2009, baby. Yeah, yeah I watched it back then. We'll rewatch it. I don't remember liking it much, but good. Good. I. Like, I loved that, and, like, some of how it was done, I mean, the whole porn aspect and stuff, I thought that was kind of interesting, and I thought the setup, like, it felt like, you know, what it was going for, but then, like, some of the things just didn't make a lot of sense, like, why'd the old people look so weird? That was the point, Jacob. I know. It was Kyle. The, why'd they look so weird? It's a horror movie. I know it's it leaning was the into point, that. which is yeah. why I ended where I did, <laughs> but... It's just like well, you know Mia Goth was, was Pearl, so right? Did you know that? What you knew Mia Goth was Pearl, right? The old lady, yeah, yeah, yeah. in makeup. So, but the old guy obviously was old. it's not going to look like real. The old guy was you actually can old make guy, it look right? rea- much better though. 
Okay, it's also a smaller budget, and I think it's also it supposed that. to be. I think it's supposed to like lean into that. I thought it was like, which is why I ended where. What if I if I thought it wasn't doing that, I would be where Travis was. Think about it. it's okay. like going in the seventies. Think of like seventies makeup. Yeah, but that yeah the but what took me away from that was like the violent parts like best that, scene. The, what was the best scene? The visual effects of it. Well, her like the neck thing was like. The the scene where they where the blood shined over the car yeah. lights and then the whole thing turned red. Yeah, and she's like dancing. Oh. Remember that? Not the best scene though. No, the best scene was the old people fucking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they went there. They, they did they go went there. Went there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're not gonna, they're gonna do this, aren't they? They're gonna, oh, Pearl, I love it. <laughs> Pearl looking through the window. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. But like those parts <laughs> made it almost humorous because when I saw that, I made it me is laugh. supposed to that's be humorous, <laughs> and that's what I took it as. But at the same time, I'm like, do I enjoy this though? <laughs> I think you did. Apparently, <laughs> I did. But Jake, yeah, if you're like Thor, you need to find yourself first. Okay? Yeah. The visual effects <laughs> stand though, your fucking ground. Right they now. look so good. Like her stabbing his neck. That's like, Ty West. Oh, Ty West oh my god, great. that looked great. It looked great. All of his, you might not like all of his movies, but his he's definitely yeah. It was just his visual totally weird, but like I just took it exactly for what it was going for, and that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did. Like nineteen seventy nine horror, yeah. And I feel like that's what you have to go into it expecting, and if you go into expecting that, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be rewarded with this enjoyable. Hear that, movie. Travis? <laughs> I know you're listening. I know you're gonna listen to but this. Did, what did you think? Like, because there's something deeper, I think, with like the like the sex in the movie like it's not just a porn like they're bringing up it goes deeper than that oh yeah it does go deeper than that doesn't it? damn it Didn't work. um yeah like the like this like the repressed like her sexual repression like pearls and then like how that comes out and how it's like i don't know i feel like they address things especially if you place yourself in that time that like were taboo. So all it's saying is, I mean, I thought the with the boyfriend and the girlfriend was also a pretty heavy scene yeah. that made you really think. Another great scene. Do you like the landslide cover? I thought that was awesome. That was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other, the young girl feeling feeling pressured because she wanted. Oh to yeah, be a part yeah, of the group. exactly. That was great too. What's that from? Well, her? no, her her wanting to. She was. I don't think she felt pressured. The girl. Yeah. She was like the wanted other, to do yeah. this and then like she's like, Yeah, I can like make my own choices and like she was like breaking free of like this relationship, like this man telling her like how yeah, to Yeah, because he was trying to like control her. Yeah. Like that I thought that part was actually pretty good. Yeah. I love like, that. Because he was so conflicted. But there's a lot being, of like deeper things. Him than having just, to film it, that was like, oh yeah. it's like, oh, like how cause But like he has to be like okay with it because it's like her choice. Yeah, it's like, my boy. It's her choice. Yeah. That part, I thought that was like something that was deeper. That was like really made you think because it's like, yeah, are, would you be OK with this? And it really depends on who you are. And but like at the same time, and yeah. then the way that they are sitting like around, there's nothing wrong with it. But like you yeah. don't have to be OK with it. You know, like, yeah, when they're sitting it's around like and I, and I have nothing against sex workers, porn or anything. And like everybody, including the guy who was in charge of it, was so open and like understanding, yeah. and like a very progressive and realistic way that I thought was great that was like very empowering for everyone involved 
And I thought he was being old fashioned with how he was treating her. But at the same time, it was like, but could she have had a conversation with him outside of this situation to make sure he's okay with it too, before she did it. And, you know, cause it, if they're in a relationship, it's kind of, you know, taking both in account. It ultimately it's her choice, but you know, mm-hmm. you got to take everybody's feelings into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The scene where cause he doesn't have to accept it. Even if it's choice, he can leave. Right. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was pretty complex actually. And deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the scene where they're all sitting around that leads up to landslide. When yeah. They're, they're talking about, it. they're like, it's just business. Yeah. It's business. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's how that guy felt. He had to watch it, too. And he's just like, yeah, it's, you know, he's happy for her looking so good, you know. And she obviously, like, aspires to have, like, she looks at them, the other girls that have more confidence is like, I want to have that level. So she feels like if I do this. It's not like it's any negative to her at all. And that that guy had to just accept it. Yeah. All-star. Great movie can't change your rating now but you wish it was higher i do i mean i left it with room to go up which is a three and a half okay i That's thought you were gonna I, go, I thought you were gonna go three because travis was two and a half so i thought you were like no I, no I ultimately i settled it. no okay. i i liked it quite a bit i just you were a three now yeah i was a four okay and matt was a four so travis is the only outlier here fucking idiot the only reason it wasn't four wasn't about those things those were parts were great it was just it's still just because I mean slashers are kind of my least favorite of horror films. So no, I accept your rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was lower than that, we'd it's have got room to breathe. We'd have yeah. words. It's got room to grow. So it could be a grower. <coughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll talk about a movie that uh, has no room to grow. <laughs> Only room to die. Yeah, and that is uh, the Requin. So this is a movie that uh, just came out this year. Um. It's had some buzz on the internet because it's uh, it's get it's growing some fame as one of the worst movies ever, and I don't know if it is that, um, because there's, worse than Violet. Uh, it's not worse than that because those movies are like so. Well, I don't know. It's tough to say because that has like Violet has like such Violet is like a student film that has zero budget at mm-hmm. all, whereas like this obviously has some budgets and like a star behind it. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, I didn't even know she was in that. <clears throat> so it's like, why wasn't this movie like even a little bit good? And it mostly comes down to just, I, I think it's mostly the direction. Like I get where they were going with this. They were, they're trying to tackle PTSD and like loss of a child, like a stillborn child through this, uh, through like a post event like that that makes you stronger that's kind of the idea like this event putting you through this event is going to get get you through your emotional trauma you know fuck therapy and anything healthy for you we're gonna (laughs) um cast you out into sea and then you know this will make you stronger and you'll come back as a better person um which is just stupid in the in the first place but yeah this that's the whole concept of the movie everything outside like everything that gets them there is just so like stupid and like you could look at it as an anthology of stupidity. They go from uh, this vacation home or or vacation rental cottage thing that's like on the water. Uh, 
they have the cliche scene of like calling back to home and you know them asking without without directly saying it through exposition basically telling you that she lost a child and all this bullshit and then once like it kicks off with the storm first off i don't think any scene in this movie was filmed in a real location i think it was i'm (laughs) swear to god it was all a pool or a tank that they film the actors in and then they superimpose them over like ocean footage because everything with them like in a larger body of water is 100% fake they are not in water at all uh. it looks so bad it is terrible the f- effects in this movie like are god awful i sent you the clip of the floating house on the water yeah but that's how like real people look in the water too like you can tell that there's water like brushing up against their skin mm-hmm. and that's that's where I mean like that's what I mean when I say they're in like a tank against a green screen or like a pool against a green screen because they just take that image and they put it like in the ocean. It's so stupid. It's the poster kind of leads you on to believe it's a shark attack movie. It's not at all. I get why they did it. It's marketing. It's going to like get more views that way. But oh, yeah, sharks are in it for maybe the last 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and even then it's so bad and so unbelievable. The shark looks terrible. There's a scene where she has like, uh, like a, a motor, like a little troll motor that would be on like a small fishing boat. And she's like using the motor to hit the shark, right? With the blades. And the shark is just like sitting there and like, (laughs) it looks like, like taking the hits like this and it doesn't then, like move or swim away or anything. It does it for like 20 seconds too. Oh, mm. and then we get into like the drama of the movie. There's the relationship with the husband and wife, which are supposed to be on the rocks after this, uh, stillborn or, you know, like loss of a child or whatever. And there's this scene where it's like a dream, like scene where like after the husband passes, where he's like comes to her in this vision it is like so laughably bad. I like wish I could describe it better, <laughs> but it's just a vision of like him saying like, no, you have to survive. You have to live like that feeling of like having a having another life in you. It's still in you. That's like that's oh like literally li- that's a, like a literal line from. The no, movie. he says that. Jim can't wait. It is so bad. And yeah, like. Alicia Silverstone is terrible in it too. All of the acting is is pretty bad. Has she ever been good? I don't know. Do you like Clueless? No. Isn't she in that? Yeah. Okay. That's her claim to fame. Yeah. I don't know. She was Depends horrible in Batman. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, she's. I don't Let's think she. Talk about that. Yeah, I don't think she's. I think she was famous for other reasons, not like for her acting. So. Yeah, I don't know because she was hot at the time. Yeah, in Clueless. Anyway, it, it, I don't have like a lot to say about it. It's just it's not like. The worst thing Why you've ever you seen. Why did you watch this? Um, it's just from its fame. It's no. gr- it's gained some fame, and then he also has two other movies out this year, like that came out this year. So this guy is like just chugging them out, and I want to see, see the other ones Vietnamese. to see how bad they are. I don't know. Love on the Keat. name looks yeah. Vietnamese. So two things, Kyle. Yeah. One, the f- budget was eight and a half million. Whoa. Whoa. And the film was shot at Universal Studios and Full Sail University. There are Full over Sail. there's a thousand sense. there's over a thousand or nearly a thousand virtual effects shots. That's yeah. very fucked up. No, that's up. that is true. And like this looks, another this thing too. Good. 
the decisions made in this movie are so dumb because they're in Vietnam, right? And oh, they there it goes. They drift out to sea, and then it's like, you know, you're in like a large body of water, but you have a good chance of like hitting an island or something or an, another landmass, mm-hmm. which eventually happens, and like the decision <laughs> that they make in this movie. There's one point where he like they're trying to send a smoke signal, so he lights this paper on fire, and it burns down their whole fucking like shelter. That I they see have. that in the trailer that they're no longer in a house. I'm yeah, like, what which they were on like basically like a floating cottage. It was like a one room thing, but they were still had like a lot of shelter and stuff. And then they burn it down and they jump into the water and are on a like why fucking it was so stupid. Anyway, and uh, sorry, one last thing. The geography and like trying to track what is going on is so hard because of all of like the the masking that they have to do. Like they can't do like wide shots or anything because it's gonna it gives it away that they're not at that actual like place or location or whatever. So like oh my the way it's shot is so bad that like I couldn't tell at the end. She like hits land and she's like walking on like you know, sand and like she scrapes her foot against coral or whatever, but like she's like walking like in waist height water. So she's like close to a large body of land, but then she like climbs over this rock or something. And then she's like in a complete other body of water that like where, where when the shark dies, it's it, it's so the water's so dark that like light doesn't even reach it. And I'm like, wasn't she just walking in waist height water? It's very hard <laughs> she to tell. She was waiting without using your eyes. It's very hard to tell where people are at, like in in uh, perspective to like land or anything. Like it's just very hard to tell what's going on. Uh, that was another thing that was god awful. Uh, yeah. I, I like looked at my other movies that I had rated like a half star and then movies that I rated like one. I was like, is it a one? Is it a half star? I was like, it's not as good as those movies. So I'm like, yeah, it's definitely half a star. Like, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it is half a star movie. Yeah, he did the new, uh, the print. Yeah, the princess. I just saw a trailer for that. Yeah, that looks bad too, but I want to watch it. You're like, after this, I'm is just it? hyped to watch all his movies. And he did the ancestral, which is also a Vietnamese. Vietnamese movie. Okay, anything else for you guys? Not a nope. All right, well, I think that about uh, wraps this up here. Um, next week, I will be out of town. So gone. If, you, um, if you guys want to record, feel free. But if you want to wait, we can do a remote recording on Monday or Tuesday. Um, next week, it will be Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is the one that's expanding that I think we're all yeah, most curious animation. in. Yep. Yep. Um, besides that, I don't really know. Pause of Fury. Yep. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. I don't know. Um, I'll probably also see where the crawdads sing eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really want to see it, but going to see it. So, yeah, that'll be next week. We can um, we can talk about what day or uh, if you guys are going to record or whatever. Maybe you can do a maybe you can do a VOD and then the next week will be easy because it'll be, well, uh, nope, but. The Gray Man also comes out next week. So, the fuck is the Gray Man? That's the new. I think oh, it's the new Russo, Russo brothers, brothers movie, yeah. But it has Ryan Gosling in it. Anyway, okay. So, um, yeah, next week we'll we'll figure it out. Are you guys thinking Marcella Shell with shoes on? Probably. Yeah. All right. So if it's like, I don't know if how easy it's gonna be to see though. 
Yeah, so that's what we got to figure out. And then um, we'll uh, we'll decide on a recording day. Or if you guys do it, then that's that's fine too. Um, all right. Well, until then, if you want to uh, send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. We are on TikTok at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I am on TikTok as Jake. I'm just kidding. Um, I am not on TikTok, but I am on both <laughs> platforms, Untapped and Letterboxd at Josh underscore Saldana. Thank you and rock on. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Oh,